0: All right, we got Ricky, no Bobby. No Bobby. Bobby's a hard Bobby, person to get hold of. He's
1: like a rare Pokemon, bro. Like, bro, Bobby's my business like your, partner, Yeah. and I see him maybe three times a year at best. What
0: the fuck? Well, Bobby, where you <laughs> at? <laughs> I only met Bobby like one time. Yeah? yeah. One. Dude,
1: Bobby won't reply to my messages for four <laughs> weeks, and then I'll randomly get a response back like, yo, what's up, bro? And it'll be from like the message I sent four weeks ago. He just keeps the conversation going. Cool, man. But it's yeah. cool. I will say that when I see him, it's like we pick up where we left off. Yeah. Like and we just stay and we'll chop it up for like two hours. Like it's never just a quick interaction with us. It's always like a like a yo like let's talk about like what fashion's like, what we want to do with the brand, like what you've been working on. So it's really cool. So
0: people that don't know, Bobby and Ricky have brand. It's like a joint brand, right? When you guys join together, it's Championship Rounds. Yeah. And then when, it, when he's doing his own thing, it's Doomsday, right?
1: Yeah. So how it started is. I actually met Bobby's other business partner. So there's this guy named Will, uh, and they did, the, they did Forever the Elite. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was real cool with Will. At this time, I was, like, really big on blogging. Uh, I mean blogging, so I was doing, like, 24-karat mag. Uh, and then I was writing for this other website called Swag Syndicate, which is now called Primary Mag. So uh, Will used to send me stuff to post. Uh, randomly, mm-hmm. I met Bobby, and then uh, me and Bobby started talking about clothing. Uh, so I was like, one day I was like, yo, I'm thinking about starting my own brand. He's like, what do you think the name's going to be? And I was like, championship rounds. So I grew up from in a family that, like, loved boxing. So, you know, I'd always hear whenever a boxing fight got to the 12th round, like, yo, we're in the championship rounds now. So I was like, I want to go with that. Um, and once I told Bobby about that, he was like, yo, I love that. So on my end, like, I'm really good at coming up with ideas, but, like, just the graphics part of it, like, I don't know how to use Photoshop. I don't know how to do that type of stuff. Uh, so me and Bobby kind of helped each other out on that. So I was like, yo, like, do you want to go half on this with me? And that's how we decided to link up and start championship rounds. That's
0: dope. I thought it was always – oh, well, yeah, of course, from the boxing rounds and then UFC rounds too, you know. Yeah. It's like the last two rounds. It's yeah, like championship runs. rounds. It's like, let's see what you're made of. Yeah. It. And that's dope. Uh, how long has it been already?
1: This is like three years now. Thanks, crazy. Yeah, yeah that was like from our Five first cars. drop.
0: Because you guys drop, like, in collections, right? Like, yeah, we'll
1: do drops, and we've been so inconsistent with it, and it's... But it's
0: hard, right, to stay consistent? It, it's, like, because you don't want to drop a lot of shit, and then it's shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you're just relevant, but yeah. it's shitty, when it's, like, versus, like, when you drop, because that's what I feel like you guys did a good job, of, is when it drops, like, everybody's paying attention to it, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, shit.
1: It's crazy, but, because, it's like, you don't want to flood the market, like you said, like, yeah. you know, do a bunch of stuff that anybody could buy. Right. There's kind of an allure to the brand when we'll do drops, we'll let our friends buy everything, mm-hmm. and then by the time we drop it, maybe there's like five pieces really that go online. Yeah. And then people are hitting me up, like I literally get messaged all the time, like yo, let me get that hoodie, let me get this yeah. round shirt. And it's funny because like, to me it's whatever, because like, I get them so consistently that it's just like, oh, like I laugh it off. But when I actually add up the amount of people that have asked me, like, for a shirt or for a hoodie, I'm like, oh, shit, like, there's kind of a demand for this. Yeah, for sure. But I almost want to keep it going to the point where it's like, hey, this is for friends and family only. Because that was my idea when I started the brand mm-hmm. is that I want to make clothes for me and my friends to wear. Because the whole idea was like, yo, if this shit flops and, like, nobody buys it, at the very least, I made a jacket or a shirt that I really like. Yeah. Or I made a jacket or a shirt that my friend really likes and we'll wear it. And like, fuck it. Like, if it didn't sell, it didn't sell. Like, I didn't do this for money. I did this because I like it. Right. So it's kind of cool because I want to keep it to the point where like, hey, my friends get first dibs on it. And then after that, we'll see what's left and we'll see what you can get. Right,
0: right. That's dope. You guys never done like a pop-up or anything, right?
1: No, we've talked about it a couple of times. Do you think Uh,
0: pop-ups are like whatever now or what? No,
1: I think think pop-ups are super cool. Yeah. Uh, It's crazy because like in clothing, there's a few things that like you do to legitimize yourself. And I felt like we did a good job at legitimizing ourselves the last couple drops. Because like for the most part, most clothing brands just put out like clothes or t shirts and stuff like yeah. that. Hoodies. Screen printing and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So we were able to do screen printing when we first started. Mm-hmm. But then we got a hat made. And that was pretty cool. And I was like, All right, like that's cool, but anyone get a hat made. And the second drop we got two jackets made. And I was like, Okay, this was different. We did a Harrington jacket and a bomber jacket. Mm-hmm. And then we got stitching and embroidery on the hoodie instead of doing screen print. And then uh the last job we followed it up with, you know, like pants and another jacket. So it's just cool, pretty cool to do different things like that. But mm-hmm. I think a pop up shop, and uh, you know, some of the things that we're trying to work on next are going to legitimize us even more. Yeah. So uh, for this next drop, I think of people. A few people have seen on my Instagram, but like we made basketballs. Yeah, that's dope. And It's just, like it was just like fun. Like we made basketballs for that, uh, and then you'll see on Bobby's brand, he makes shoes. So we've talked about doing shoes for championship rounds too. Just to be like, hey, like we're taking this serious and we're actually putting money into this. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah, like who the fuck has done the shoot? Nobody. in Arizona yeah. at least, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like big brands do that, but like yeah. how many we, like, like we're like we're we're just a local brand. At, at the end of the day, local like,
0: brand. You fucking catch me at the fries or the Whole Foods, yeah, like, literally, like- <laughs> You could catch me at Cobra on the fucking weekend.
1: You could come <laughs> you say what's Cobra, up. Like I'm no different. Yeah, like I literally just came from Cobra right now.
0: And it's a Wednesday night. Yeah. So you go there Wednesday nights? That's your thing? Or no, what? this was just
1: like a... So I was linking up with P. Shout out to the, the... What's his Instagram or Twitter now? The Weston. The now. The, the Young Weston. <laughs> Shout out to at, at the Young Weston P. Phil. Phil, <laughs> you, <OG laughs> Phil you probably know him as OG Willie P. Right. Uh, but I was just with him right now. So uh, I just bought a Tesla and he's been like asking to see it. So
0: how's that experience? Like, dude, it's Dude, I thought you... So did you have to order? You had to wait for a few years or how does that work? Yo, At up. least now. like, so dude, Break it down. Please. So the story on yeah.
1: how I got my Tesla is actually funny because it's something I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And what happened is three years ago, Tesla announced, like, hey, we're doing a Model 3. And for those of you that don't know, like, the Model 3 is the more foldable model. Mm-hmm. So if you want to buy, like, a, a Model S, which is um, like the, the first, like, public one, oh, okay. that car is, like, 60K, 70K to start. And then they came out with the Model X, and that one's, like, 80K to start. So that's, like, 80 plus K. And they finally said, like, hey, we're going to introduce a base model that's a little bit more affordable. So it still is a luxury car. Like, the amount I paid is pretty high. But it's more affordable for, like, you know, people who have, like, an average income like, or above average income. Yeah. So I put a reservation down three years ago. Jesus. And at this time, I'm driving a shitty 2003 Honda Accord. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> Sometimes oh, yeah. this Wrong car had the check engine light literally from the day I bought it to, Bro, the, day, don't give a fuck, to the day it broke you know, down oh, and I promise you beauty, I did everything right? I can to fix it um, I was literally at like at a mechanic I like my and my dad were trying to fix it um, I had this issue where like it would burn oil it's mm-hmm. so, like literally every month I'd have to buy like a new like five gallon like you just know yeah five gallon oil just to fill it up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fill it up. Yeah. and uh, at this time I had this tested reservation so I'm just like praying like Wait. you know make it to the reservation because like no one like knew when they were going to deliver on the model yeah. three uh, and then finally I just broke down. It's like, I had all this money saved that I was going to put down on a Tesla. And I was like, all right, it's time to do something practical. So it was like one of those setbacks that I had where I was like, fuck, like I told everyone I was getting a Tesla and like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I thought not you were waiting this whole time. I was like, dang, man, you waited dang, three years yeah. for a fucking car. And like, I, it's funny. Cause I was just talking to Pete about this. Like when I told everyone I got a Tesla and I would talk about it all the time. You know, I think some people got rubbed the wrong way because they were like, oh, like, this guy's just bragging about his Tesla. Right. But for me, it was like, yo, I'm really excited. Yeah. Like, where I come from. It depends where you, how you take it. Yeah, so you know where I come from, people don't fucking have Teslas. Like, you know, so, like, for me, like, when I was like, younger, like, uh, when I was a baby.
0: Accomplishment.
1: yeah Yeah, I mean, when I was a baby, sure. like, you know, like, just giving back on, like, a history of my parents, like. My dad was in a gang. He was in West Side City Crips. When I was three months years old, he went to prison for six years. My mom was a teen mom. She lived in Matthew Hanson Projects. So, like, statistically speaking, like, I shouldn't be doing the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it wasn't just, like, a, hey, I'm bragging for me. It's, like, a, hey, I'm bragging for my parents. Like, I'm really just trying to tell you, like, my fucking parents did their job. And, like, they raised, like, a great son. And, like, it's literally all them. And, like, I'm very religious, too. So, like, I'm always giving praise to God. So, when I used to talk about the Tesla, I used to always be like, yo, like, I'm just so happy, like, I want to break. And then, like, came the day I had to cancel that reservation, oh, and I was really heartbroken. Well, so what did you end up doing? Because I know that you were traveling a lot, right? So yeah, so I, I bought a just... Jeep, which was a little bit more practical, so I had a good amount of money saved up. So I was like, all right, like, I'll buy a Jeep. Like, that's kind of second best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did travel with that money, too, so it was nice because, like, here I was, again, about to buy this $50,000 car, and it was like, okay, like, I suddenly have a ton of money, so... Um, I plan a Europe trip. I travel a little bit more. Um, and then, like, how things kind of worked out this year is my dad was like, yo, like, I'm thinking about buying a car. Uh, you know, he didn't really say anything like, yo, I want to buy your car, but he's just like, hey, I'm thinking about it. So I was like, hey, like, do you want to buy mine? And at first, he was like, no, nah, not really. And then he came back around. He's like, yeah, like, actually, like, I think I would. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm getting a Tesla. Like, I've waited this long enough. Like, I knew how long it was going to be. I have a friend that works at Tesla, and I was like, yo, how long are you guys pumping these out? He's like, honestly, I gave it to you in, like, about a week. And I was like, let's do it. And, like, it all works together, and the stars align. So, you know, having it, it's so fun. Like, it just goes so fast. It's so unreal. Like, putting the autopilot on. It's super quiet, huh? Yeah, it's super quiet. There's no engine, so, like, you sit in there, and there's nothing. That's
0: dope, man. Congrats on your fucking Tesla, you, bro. I'd be fucking posting selfies in that bitch all day time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like you know the. It's hard the, not to post. Right, you're just like, fuck it. Like when uh, he got his new car too, he was all stoked. bro. hopefully he's like, bro, get a picture of me right here. And it's cool, right? It's like an accomplishment. Yeah. It's like you worked your ass off for it. Might as well like, the fuck is life for if you're not gonna? It's like funny. what is money for if you're not yeah, gonna spend it? You know what because, I
1: mean? It's because like people were messaging me, and they were like, yo, congrats on your Tesla. Yeah. And I was like. It's just a car, but at the same time, I get it. Like, yeah. yo, this is why you're telling me congrats.
0: Exactly, dude. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's only up from here. So I know that you were posting, like, a lot of shit that you're going to travel again, right? Because you were posting, like, a bunch of Airbnb was Like, what the fuck? This yeah. guy's traveling the world?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going now? Where you- so what I wanted... So I, I went to Europe in November... And uh, at this time, like, I went to Iceland, I went to uh, You go by yourself or what? This last year, I went by myself That's for good. half of it. And then one of my best friends, Fernando, met up with me the last part. Mm-hmm. Um, but what had happened is, like, my sister was like, yo, like, I really want to go to Europe. Like, it's all I've been thinking about. So, I've had this thing this year where I was like, you know what? Like, all I want to do is give. I was like, I feel like I've been given, like, so much mm-hmm. and I want to make the most of it. Then now I want to give back to other people. So... You know, all 12 months, I've been picking, like, one of my friends or one of my family members to, like, surprise with a gift. So, for my sister's surprise, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm taking her to Europe. So, uh, we planned a trip where we're going to go to Spain. So, we're going to start in Madrid, uh, do two days there, two days in Barcelona, two days in Athens, three days in Mykonos, and then three days in Paris. Hell yeah. That's dope. And, like, what's cool for me about it is, like, I'm in a position right now where, like, I make some good money and, like, You know, I don't have responsibilities like a kid and a wife like that. So, like, I have disposable income. So, I was like, I want to give to my sister because, like, she's in college right now. She's, Mm -hmm. like, you know, a broke college kid. Uh, She works a part-time job just to, like, you know, do her thing on the side. But, like, she doesn't have money to go like that. Mm -hmm. And when I was in college, you know, I got scholarships to pay for my school. And I took out a loan to go travel abroad. And I took out ten grand, And I took out way more than I should have. I did a program that, like... You know, to kind of take advantage of the fact that I was a college kid and they made me pay way more than I should have. Right. So I was like, you know, I don't want you to go through that. Let me just take you to Europe. And I want you to have the experience because, like, when you're young, I want you to, like, to never kind of, like, lose that vision right. of, like, the world. And, and for me, like, I think there's two things in life that really push people. Uh, I think death is one thing. Sure. And I think uh, travel is the other. So I think when you lose someone, it really puts things in perspective and you realize, like, what's really important to you. And I think when you travel the world and you kind of realize, like, how small you are, and how insignificant some of your problems are. It really puts things in perspective. So for her I wanted her to go out and see the world and be able to like keep that like fresh mind. You know she's 20 years old. I want her to keep that mindset of like hey, the world is so big. Like, you know, there's not the world's so big and I have so I have like such a limited time here. There's no time for me to be jealous. There's no time for me to have negative feelings. There's no time for me to like worry about these like little things every day. Like I gosh, I just got to do my thing and like just enjoy life.
0: That's true, man. We were just talking about this, like, too. Like,
1: because
0: like, he was dealing with, like, oh, bro. Like, you know, it's the same shit where it's kind of like high school where it's like, dang, I think this dude doesn't like me. Or I think this, like, holding grudges and shit. Like, bro, what the fuck does it matter? You know what I mean? And it should be something, like, where you're communicating with the person. Like, yo, man, kind of how it did with you, you know? It was like, yo, Ricky, like, I don't got nothing against you, bro. And everything is good. And we didn't really know each other. And it's cool that we're sitting down here and we're just talking because i was like dude i don't know ricky that well i mean we just had mutual friends really that's about it and like i would see you hey what's up i was like man it's cool what you're doing it's cool what kind of person you are and person you're becoming and how you're doing this whole like give back like that shit's amazing yeah like everybody's in a way better place now
1: and i think it's one of those things too where like social media makes things tough for sure so me and p just had this conversation of like when you turn on social media and you go on twitter you go on instagram people are posting their best lives and it's very easy to get competitive it's very sure. easy to be jealous because that's what your we've been ego trained to do. your ego too yeah your ego like it literally is like you know just kind of you know saying no to your ego destroying that because people are going to show you their best life and you're going to try to compete with that or on the flip side you're going to try to figure mm-hmm. out like how can i stand out how can i be cool and what it really comes down to is like are you really happy with yourself Because, like, you could go impress people, but that's not sustainable. Like, really, what's sustainable is, like, doing what you love, you know, being someone that you really like. And I used to talk about this a lot with uh, my friend Mike, Count on Mike, uh, is, like, when you're trying to be cool and you're trying to impress other people, you get very lost in that. And what happens is you start to lose parts of yourself, and you're giving them to other people. Um, There's this really good Tupac quote that I really like, where uh, he was talking about, like how you got to spit shit from your own heart. And he was like, when you follow your heart, you can take it wherever you want to go. But when you let other people tell you who you are, you can not go on as far as they let you. So that's what people get caught up with on social media is that they start, to talk, they start to see things that like, oh, this is what is cool. So let me post this so I can be cool. And what happens is like your happiness and whatever you do in life is going to be controlled by those people. But if you are following your own heart and you're doing all the things that you want to do, then you can go anywhere you want. You can be anyone you want to be. And I think as we get older, people start to appreciate really genuine people. You start to say, like, hey, like, I know that person is just being themselves versus like, you can really call out fake. You can really call out, like, I think this person is just telling me what I want here. Or I think this person is just being someone, so I'll think something of them. So, like, just being genuine, just being yourself, like, that's really the key to being happy.
0: Yep, yep. and you could feel it, too, like, when you're talking to somebody. when You could just feel it, like, if they're just putting up a front or they're really just being themselves, mm-hmm. right? So, you're speaking from your heart. Like, it's not no, like you're putting on a persona or anything. And I think it's easy to put on a persona behind Twitter and Instagram. Like, any really fucking Snapchat, you know what I mean? They just post their highlights of their story, you know, of their life, per se. Or they'll make it seem like it's better than what it is and... Or even that people that act a certain way on Twitter. Like, I've met people that are way different. You know what I mean? I'll meet them on, like, Instagram or Twitter. They'll be such, like, flamboyant or, like, whatever. They're just really out there. And you meet them, and they're just kind of, like, timid, or they won't even say a word. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Or it's kind of weird. I'm sure you've had it. We've all encountered it where it's, like, we have followers or or we follow people, and, like, we kind of have a relationship just on social media, and then, like, they'll see you or some shit, and they won't say hi to you, but, yeah, like, as true. soon as you
1: leave, like, say the store, hey, were you yo, at the store? Yeah, like, yeah, dude, did you, I didn't even, if I yeah. would have saw you, I would have gone up to you, like, hey, yeah. bro, what's good? No, the funniest thing to me is when people be like, yo, I didn't like you before, but you're cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, why didn't you what's like it? me? I don't know, dude, like, you're just vibe on, like, Twitter, Instagram, like, I didn't think it was real. I'm like, all right, like, I don't know what that means. Like, it's all the same to me, like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because, like, people have all these, like, you know, preconceptions of yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. But they never take the time to actually get to know you. They just, mm-hmm. like, judge you yeah, you. They, they either judge you over Twitter or Instagram or they judge you based off what other people say. Or oh, they, they, they judge the you off things. of who you hang out with, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's
0: like, oh, you hang out with this. Like, he's a dickhead. You're mm-hmm. a dickhead, <clears throat> too. You, you know what I mean? It's just, like... Twitter and Instagram is crazy, right? Like, it's just like, fuck. I try to stay off of it as much as I can, but sometimes it's easy to get
1: lost in it, right? Yeah. Like, you just keep scrolling, well, almost, keep scrolling and shit. Well, it's one of those tough things for us, and I think people like me, you, ninth is like, we have brands. Yeah. So, you know, you have Prada, you have Ninth, you have a photographer. Like, I have championship rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, we kind of need to be on social media because, like, otherwise, <laughs> like, no one's going to know about the shit we're doing. But at the same time, we don't like it i think if we had the choice of like hey we can put our brands out there without having to be on social media like we would do it yeah. but like it's a double-edged sword like we need to be able to go into that arena and say like exactly. hey we're gonna be here we're gonna show you what you're doing yeah. but it's tough it's, it think, definitely is a double-edged yeah. sword
0: and it's about kind of that's the thing so it's like understanding like you know when you just have too much of something it could be anything you know what i mean you have too much of water that's just bad for mm-hmm. you to Fucking die off of water <laughs> Like that, as you can, don't yeah, I mean, like, so it's, it's just, true, it's like everything in moderation, right? So it's just about learning how to, all right, man, maybe I'll just hop on it for a little bit, but like it's easy to really get lost, and like you're just endlessly scrolling and shit, especially on YouTube. That's my biggest problem, is just like, bro, one video after another, you know what I mean, like one. Boom, four minute. Oh, this one recommended. Oh shit. Oh shit. And use thirty minute documentary. Oh fucking! I just yeah. before you know it, I look at the time, bro. I'm like, fuck. Hey, what did you get videos yeah, for? bro. Especially. Dude, that's you get me. So fuck. Like, on
1: my end, I'm trying to start a vlog in the oh, next yeah. couple weeks. So like for me, it started off by just watching David Dobrik videos. Literally, my sister was like, "Yo, check out these videos. They're so who, funny." Who is it? David Dobrik. I don't think I heard. Uh, it like he comedian? makes comedy skits. Okay. Yeah. So like, they're just hilarious. Uh, and then I was like, all right, like this world of vlogging like isn't as like stupid as I thought it was. Yeah, Casey vlogging like, yeah, it's it's dumb. Like, hey, what's up, yeah like yo, what's up, guys? Welcome <laughs> to my first vlog. <laughs> and then uh, and I started watching David Dobrik, and I like I literally like and then like two three weeks watched two three hundred of his videos because there's just these four minute videos and they yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And then I started going into more vlogs, and I was watching like Casey Neistat, who became my favorite. Like everyone knows who he is. He did that Nike commercial, and I was like, you know what, like i think i want to do, do this vlog stuff like it's pretty cool like just show people your life like yeah. you know you're really making a movie like you know how often do you decide to do it. So like for me i want to do it weekly so with the vlog stuff i'm like all right like i want to start pushing this content i really want to start you know showing people like you know what's a day in the life is really pushing myself too to go find out like what's going on in phoenix and all of that right. so i'm pretty excited to start that oh
0: yeah just so are you going to do like uh
1: like, how are you going to do it? Is it just your life? Are you going
0: to have, like, guests and shit? Or, so, like, I do want to have guests on it? it.
1: So, like, one of the, like, the biggest questions I've been trying to ask myself is, like, how can I keep it genuine and to yeah. myself? Because I think one of the easiest things to do when you go into, like, a new arena of something you've ever done is copy what other people do. Oh, for sure. So... But I think
0: that this... The thing about that, too, it's like everything is an imitation of it. Yeah, like nothing is new under the sun. It's just, it's literally in the Bible. Like in the
1: Bible, it says nothing new is under the sun. 100%. I believe
0: it. But go ahead. What
1: were you saying? Uh, But what I want to do is, like, I think nothing's new. I think everything's been done. But I think whenever you have the original idea in your head, even if someone else has done it before, if you do it with the intent of saying, like, hey, like this was actually my idea, there's that little, like, even if it's just 1% that makes it yours makes it different. Yeah. So I've been trying to like balance that of like, yo, like what am I gonna do differently? So I do wanna record like my life, what I'm doing, things going on in Phoenix. Um, I do have an idea in mind for a segment now that I have the Tesla with autopilot, mm-hmm. is I I've always had this question to myself. It's like what happened to the future? So when I was a kid and I was like seven, eight years old, I used to think like, yo, when I'm twenty eight, 28, 27, which I'm twenty seven right now, like the future's gonna be like flying cars, we're gonna be yeah. in space, like we're probably going to planets and shit. And, like, it's not that. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, we got a president that we all fucking hate. Right, like, sure. we're talking about global warming. Fucking like, we don't racism think... The, yeah, alive. racism's still, like, fucking, like, alive. So like, w- the planet probably won't even survive, like, for my kids. Right. it's so, like, this is not what I thought the future was going to be like. So I want to get guests on that, like, you know, could talk to me about, like, yo, what do they think the future is going to be like when they're a kid? Let's talk about the president. Let's talk about what they want the future to be like. You know, we'll throw it on in the Tesla. We'll put it on autopilot, and we'll literally just like be on the highway going like seventy. So does autopilot work; it literally yeah. steers for it literally you. Literally just steers for you. What, yeah. switch lanes and all that? Well, uh, I mean, it only goes straight for you, so if you fall asleep <laughs> and the freeway ends, you're, you're kind of. <laughs> but it breaks for you too, or what? Like, yeah, it knows so when, it's when a car in front of, front of you, it break. Okay. The only thing Whoa. it doesn't recognize, uh, yet, and this is just because of the legislation is uh, street signs and street lights. Okay. But they have that technology; it just needs to be approved by law. So the whole idea is like yo, like let's throw into autopilot. Let's just let the car drive itself, and, we'll and like me and you are just talking about the future,
0: which is pretty futuristic within itself. Yeah, yeah and it. I mean, just like, cool. think it's cool. Right. Like, it's just different. a fucking car is driving itself, no, and we're just talking, talking, about talking about and shit. And like you know it's I mean? cool
1: because like the people I want to have on are like people like you. Yeah. Um, I talked about Pete about being on the blog, of uh, on the vlog, uh, Jen, uh, who you guys had on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Like just talking about our lives. Like we all have like we all come from like unique backgrounds. Like backgrounds where most people wouldn't think that we we're going to be shit and like here we are creating things exactly. So it's really cool. And, and I, I want people to be able to share their story
0: Yeah, and, it, and I think as well as like At least with me in the beginning, it was really tough Like how you said it's really easy to copy something, right? And I think at first I mean for me at least i would be like, oh shit I think that's cool. I think I would do it and then you add your own twist But you could definitely see the influence but as I'm getting deeper into the brand I've noticed, like, fuck it, like, it's just me. Like, I do a lot of, like, Mexican-inspired shit, because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, what really inspires me? I, I sat down and thought about, it. I'm like, what really keeps me going every day, you know what I mean? I'm, Especially, it's my family and that's here, and then the big part of my family, most of them, is in Mexico. Yeah. And I love going back and just, like, just being with them, you know what I mean? Just enjoying the food, enjoying the weather, enjoying everything, like, just being present in the moment. And I'm like, dang, like, that's what always keeps me going. So, definitely... Um, um, it's easier for me to come up with ideas now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Because I'm like, dude, I don't need to fucking like think hard. I used to think really hard where it's like, fuck, like, I can't think of shit. You know what I mean? And everybody gets to that like, artist block shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been through it. I don't I don't have it anymore, really, because I don't put pressure. There's no pressure. At the end of the day, I'm like, dude, if I fucking make 15, 20 shirts and I sell them out, like, dude, I'm good. You know what I mean? I was talking to them, they like, if we make like 40 tees and we could sell them consens- consistently... Like, dude, the profit, like, yeah, you know how much it is, like, that, just to print yeah, and boom, boom. It.
1: Like, I never cared about the money that would be. Right. Like, I literally just wanted to make things that I like, my friends like, yep, and that we could all wear and just enjoy. Exactly. Like, it's literally one of those things. Like, yo, it's for us and no one else. And if other people actually do like it, like, that's really cool and that's extra. Yep. If I could live off it, even better exactly but it's like not one of those things where i'm baking on it like yo i need this to work yep, yep. it's like the same thing i want to do for my videos it's like yo i want to make videos that my friends actually want to watch mm-hmm. you know if it's something that you know even when it comes to clothing or the videos like if it's something that like i put out and i'm embarrassed to show it to them yeah. or i don't want to show it to them that means like i didn't do the, the right job that means i was trying to copy someone i wasn't keeping it from my right. heart or i wasn't keeping it genuine right. so that's definitely something that like i try to keep my eyes on of like yo like does this feel right or am i just like pushing it because like i'm trying to be the next supreme and, like, that's not what I want to be. I don't want to be the next Supreme.
0: And you could tell. it. Eventually, those type of people, they fall off really quick. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's been a few years now. I don't know how long it's been since I dropped that. That was my, like, first official piece. Yeah. And then people still ask me about that. Like, dude, let me get a blue hoodie. Let me get a now. That's what? how I fell out the Realms hoodie. Like, everyone asked me about that Really? One. And it's just like, fuck. And, like, you... And it's weird, right? Because it's like, well, do I remake it or do I not remake it? Do I just yeah. keep going? Because. I'm at that weird phase. It's like, do I want to reprint the same shit? But at the end of the day, it's like, fuck it. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And same thing about, like, I ran into the situation, too. I think I told you about it, too, where I moved gyms. You know, it's kind of tough for me because... Like for a whole year, you know, I'd see these people and they're like your family, bro. They really you see them every day, they know you, like yep. they know your life, they know like what you're going through. Like yeah, and at and least with me, I got I got are, really close with them. Yeah, Jiu Jitsu
1: people are literally the friendliest people in the exactly, world. Exactly, dude. And they're some of the scariest people yeah. in the world. I think I think we I, mean, I talked about this and I like you know Julio. Yeah. And he is one of the nicest guys now. But I think when you know you can beat someone's ass... I think
0: that's why you're there's, nice, no there's no exactly. ego. There's no ego. Exactly. You
1: know you could choke someone yeah. out. Yeah. There's no ego behind a confrontation. There's no mm-hmm. ego in that daily life of, like, you kind of go to work and, like, you and your employees don't get along and you guys yeah. have this ego and you guys are going at it. When you know you could choke that motherfucker yeah. out, you literally don't care about how your day goes. I know. Dude, it's
0: crazy, right? Especially, like, I think, honestly, like, once you, like get deep into a white belt like you're your white belt, like you know your shit. Especially a blue ball Like blue belt will fuck up the average person. Mm-hmm. Like like Oh absolutely. Like dude, come on. Like you could break your arm or break your fucking or anything. Anything you think of, you know what I mean? Like you is wild, but it's about getting them
1: to the floor. You have to know how to get them to the floor. Yeah obviously like, if, if you, you just even belt, know like, like a simple takedown. Yeah. You know, single leg, don't leg, double how to leg. Fight on the ground, bro. Yeah, like, you get it, someone to the ground, the first yeah. thing they're gonna try to do is get up. Now they yeah. just gave you their back. Yeah. If you know how to do a rear naked choke, that fight is over in literally 30 <laughs> seconds. Exactly. Because nobody like nobody knows, like, oh, I'm going to pull guard, I'm going to hold yeah, him yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's initial reaction when they get to the ground in a fight is, how do I get up? Exactly. So when they get up, they give you their back. And once you have someone's back, that's literally, besides the mouth, that's literally the most dangerous position. Yeah. Like, yo, you just gave up your back to me. Like, all I need to do is slide this arm under your neck. Mm-hmm. And like, a pri- like, light pressure, like, you don't even got to choke hard. You literally yeah. just breathe. And the fight's over in less than ten seconds once you get that joke in. And, the, and it's
0: crazy, right? Like, it's very humbling when you go into the gym because like you feel like a badass, right? Like, dude, I fuck with Irish person, bro. Super you go against a, uh, another uh, another like older blue belt, right? Especially for me, like the older blue belts, I'm like fuck, dude, it's purple brown, like dude, like you just feel
1: like a little bitch all over again. Oh my you my like, like, like You 50, feel like you don't know anything when you, you, have you roll 50, with them. fifty-six year old men just like. Staying on top of you yeah. You literally don't know how to get up mm-hmm. And they're just holding you down And it's the, most, like humbling you know the I mean? most humbling Levels to everything Levels to
0: the choke too like level. I was talking to like somebody like Dude there's levels
1: to a rear naked choke yeah.
0: Like a blue belt obviously in a black belt Rear naked choke is
1: You let a 16 year old take your back like, I'm 27 years old I let a 16 year old blue belt <laughs> take my back Dude. I am getting choked out yeah. Yeah. And it is so humbling You're just like fuck oh, like, What happened yeah.
0: how, how long you been doing jujitsu?
1: Uh, I've been doing jiu-jitsu on and off for about like a year now a year? so and you train with John and them, right? I do yeah. train with John at Gustavo Dante So, so how's it over there? It's really good It's very high level just because like the instructors high yeah. level like very well-known jiu-jitsu So you get a lot of really good people there How did you uh, find
0: out about that gym like you were just kind of looking online and shit? Yeah, so I was looking online but and John kind of going What your attention to jiu-jitsu?
1: Really just being an MMA fan. Oh, really? I just love MMA. I love fighting in general. Like, I grew up a really big boxing fan. When MMA really caught on to the scene, I wasn't too keen on it. Uh Uh, And then maybe I would say that Benson Anderson Anthony Pettis fight. Like, really. That was probably the fight that I would, like, credit with making me an MMA fan. So, you know, you see that Showtime kick, and you're like, oh, shit, what is this? Is that when he, like, jumps off the cage? Yeah, something? that's when he jumps off the cage. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, so that was WEC. Then I started watching uh, UFC. And then, like, you know, really love the Diaz brothers. I like GSP. Yeah. Um, you just know, you retired. see all these kind of legends yeah. in the game. Yeah. And then now it's a little bit more mainstream. Like, Connor's probably my favorite fighter. And, like, Conor just brought the sport to everyone, Every which is, is lovely.
0: I think, uh, dude, so, uh, Conor just brought it to a whole other level. Like, everybody, I mean... For sure, he gained the UFC a lot of attention. And for me, like, honestly, just listening to Joe Rogan, like, they were talking about jujitsu. like, what the fuck is jujitsu? you know? Because, like, I remember back, back when I was, like, when was it? Like, ninth vision days, you know what I mean? Like, fucking Hooli be like, dude, do MMA. You'll be badass by the time you're 25 and shit, you know? And, of course, I didn't listen. At that age, bro, I didn't give a fuck about Same. anything. I just fucking wanted to drink and fucking hook up with girls and eat, like, <laughs> shit. And that's about it. You know what I mean? I didn't care about anything else. And then now, looking at it a year later, I'm like, fuck, it's always like dang, I wish I would have started earlier, but it's, at the same time I don't because I wasn't in the same mind, mind state. So I think my mind state now is the reason why I kind of picked up on jiu-jitsu really quick. It, it's just I got obsessed with it and I had a really clear vision as far as like what I what my goals were. you know I was like dang, I fell in love with it right away. As soon as someone showed me like a triangle or a fucking arm bar or a rear naked choke, I just felt like empowered. bro I was like, holy shit. And when people would fuck me up, I'd be like, <laughs> dang like one day i'm gonna be able to do that and sure enough bro within like a few months like three four months i was fucking dudes up that were fucking me up yeah
1: you got your blue belt really fast yeah i got, got it, it at six, six months, months. Wow.
0: i i was like what the fuck i didn't know i don't know shit about like when i came into it, i didn't know shit just about jujitsu like oh it's grappling cool i want to learn it and i just got obsessed bro and at the time i think i had saved up some money, enough money for me to not work, right? So I wasn't working. I was literally just training full time. So I would go two, sometimes three times a day. So by the end of the week, I would probably have like ten, ten to twelve like training yeah. sessions, bro. And like, boom, boom, that shit
1: adds up, you know? Like, yeah, where the average person gets like three to four, maybe. If exactly.
0: So I was doing like fucking ten, ten times a week, bro. Like I would just go. I would not want to take a day off, and people would be like, bro, like. I think one obviously it was my age. I was like kind of athletic. Yeah, your body's good right now. Yeah, your body's I'm not good, you know. But it had, <clears throat> like towards like four or five months, I was like, fuck, my back is starting to yeah. hurt. My knees are starting to ache and shit, you know? I was like, fuck, I gotta chill. So it's now. It's funny
1: because like, so before I got to Gustavo, I actually went to go train at, uh, what is it? What's the one on Indian school? Peru fights there? Oh, it's like, um,
0: fuck, I forgot what it's called. I know what you're talking about. Iron? No, it's not. No. So that's the fucking promotion. Uh, Something MMA and fitness. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, Peru trains there. It's like by where Hulu used to live, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. like
1: on uh, 18th Street in Indian School. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but Peru was training there, so that's how I heard about it. And uh, Thomas Keenan was the instructor. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a black belt under Gustavo. So, and I actually, so the reason I actually went there first is uh, my friend Sam, who I work with at Yelp, he's a blue belt under Gustavo. And he was like, "Yo, I got my blue belt actually under Thomas Keenan, who was one of the teachers there. He's like, he's one of my favorite instructors. So uh, I started there at that gym, and then Thomas quit. He actually moved to LA, and then I ended up at Gustavo. So I was like, okay, like let me just go to the guy who got his black, where he got his black belt from. Yeah. But uh, while I was there, I was talking to a purple belt there. And I was like, yo, like what would be your advice if someone was just starting out? You know, as a white belt. And he was like, honestly, listen to your body." He's like, when you first start training, like, you fall in love with the sport and all you want to do is train all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, but your body's going to tell you little things, It's going to tell you, like, yo, my back hurts. Oh, my knees <laughs> pop. And he's like, and what you're going to do is you're going to find any reason to train on it. You're going to be like, oh, I'm good on it. I'll just flow roll today. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I'll just take it easy. I won't do rounds. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just do the train. He's like, listen to your body. Take care of it. So I'm one of those people that, like, when I was, like, playing sports in high school, like, you know, I didn't stretch, I would just go out there yeah. and play and like now that I'm twenty seven, yeah. I'm like no. you know, I need to
0: stretch before I do anything. And you gotta make sure you're eating good. To yeah, you me. gotta eat good, you
1: gotta drink water. So now I'm like paying more attention to like, yo, what's my body time? Yeah. Like, should I go to practice today? Should I stay home?
0: Yeah. And it's but at the same time it's like and fuck, bro. I think my last, my last gym, my original gym, I worked at. My coach is like, "Don't be a pussy. Like, just fucking train." You know what I mean? So I think I got that's that. That, uh, that mindset. Well, in that's me. that black flag. That's that Eddie Bravo mentality. <laughs> like, don't be a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, "Fuck." And like, I, I think that's why I got really good too. Because, bro, I rolled every fucking day, and I would roll hard. Yeah. Know? Like literally, like think about
1: competition rolls every day. But yeah, I think too. <laughs> that's also that Brazilian mentality. Yeah so like, like those motherfuckers yeah like, are, like i all, like every you know like, day. when you get into jiu-jitsu you get really hooked and you try to figure out like hey who are the best guys in jiu-jitsu yeah it's like for me like my personal favorite is gordon ryan mm-hmm. but then after that you got like keenan Cornelius, and then yeah. leandro lowe would probably be third well leandro lowe talks about in brazil they take no rounds off doesn't matter <laughs> if you're hurt doesn't matter anything nobody takes a round off in the gym yeah it's like that's just that brazilian mindset of like yo we mm-hmm. go hard no matter what even if you're hurt yep
0: and and it's crazy you say that because lately I've been slowing down a lot where it's like dude I want to do this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just burn out, especially at blue belt like it, it by the time I am purple belt I'm be all fucked up. I can't even roll. Like with and no guys like that too, you know. They're like super competitive and
1: they roll really hard and purple belts and their knees are all fucked yeah. up. They had surgeries. Dude, my they can't good roll. Friend, Sam, he's a blue belt under mm-hmm. Gustavo. He's been training a couple of years. He just had neck surgery. <sighs> And he was actually talking to the nurse who the nurse was this actual black belt it was like the most random encounter wow um she was this black belt she won a bunch of competitions like she literally showed him pictures for proof he was like no way and uh she basically advised him to stop doing jiu-jitsu because he had a baby had another baby on the way and she's like do you want to be able to hold your baby she's like stop doing jiu-jitsu like it's not worth it like you're not competing you're not doing this so, like, it, it's a very dangerous, like, it's it one is. of those sports where, like, the injury rate is 100%. Oh, honey. You get injured. Like, yeah. whether it's minor or major it's is kind of, like, how lucky you are. Yeah. But you get hurt in this mm. sport. So, it is one of those things where you got to be very mindful of, like, yo, like, when it's in my control, I'm taking care of my body. Because there's going to be a moment where it's not in your control. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, someone held on to something too long or maybe something just snapped. And like those things you can't control, that can happen in any sport, though. Yeah, that's true. But when it is in your control, and you're like, you know that you're like your knee's bugging you, but you decide to go practice anyways, yeah. and your knee gives out, that's on you. Mm-hmm. So you gotta control the controllables.
0: Yeah, that's that's 100.
1: And I'm glad that I'm
0: catching on right now instead of fucking going ham, especially mm-hmm. like at the at the new gym now that I'm with Tim. Like it's a it's a lot like different as far as like we do a lot more drilling, but I kind of like it because it fo- I focus on my technique a ton more than. I know there's way obviously I'm barely a fucking boob out. The road is like mm-hmm. long, you know. Like I'm not even close. Like sometimes I'll I'll get on my little high horse. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking good. I'm fucking everybody up. But then like no like especially all the attention that I'm getting because it's such a small gym. And like Tim'll be like, nah, like do it again, do it again, do it again. No, it's all right. Like you know what I mean? He'll be honest with me, and in my head I'm like, dude, I thought that was amazing, but it's like, no, nah, you, you got. Yeah, you like, got He makes me realize, hard, like, yeah. dude, dang, like there's a ton of holes. Obviously there is, but it's like yeah. Like, Rehumbling, humbling you know what I mean? Like, calm down. And How you is got- it
1: with Tim? Because I see you on Instagram hanging out with Tim yeah. and Sean. Yeah. Which is super cool because, like, Sean is literally on the cusp of, like, fucking Conor McGregor status. Right. And, like, him? you know, everyone who, like, looks at him knows that, like, that guy is, like, a star in the making. Yeah. And especially
0: after that Joe Rogan shit. You know, it was wild, right? Because, so, I guess it all started when fucking, remember when Julio was training at the lab? hmm and this one, me and Julio were hanging out a lot, and he's like, Hey, come into my gym. Like, this is dude, your car. He's gonna be in the UFC soon. Yeah, I met your car a couple times. And he's a real cool guy. Yeah, he's really cool. One of Julio's friends. At the time, like, I didn't know shit about fighting, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, my mindset, I didn't give a fuck. You yeah, know? like, Julio's just like, Just come through, bro. It'll be <laughs> cool. I was like, All right, fuck it. You know, I'll shoot a fighter. And, like, I remember being there, and I was like, Oh, shit, this is cool. And I always wanted to get into, like, some type of fighting, you know, whether it's grappling or striking or yeah. just as a whole. Most people
1: want to do boxing. Yeah,
0: I think that's the Especially most thing. Especially if you're Mexican, scene, right? you like, yeah. you're like oh, I'm going to do boxing.
1: <laughs> like, this grappling shit don't work. <laughs>
0: right. Like, we don't wrestle. And, like, yeah, we, like, we throw hands. And back then, I used to think, like, what the fuck? Grappling or wrestling is mm-hmm. gay. Like, I think everybody thought that, right? Yeah. Now, like, the best MMA fighters are, like, wrestlers. Dude, I had shit. that
1: mindset when I was in high <laughs> school. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a wrestler. What's like, dude, fire? wrestlers, like, oh, what oh, is it? Yeah. I want to play basketball. I want to play football. but. Long
0: story short, I met Drakar like way back, right? I don't know how many years ago that was. And then I still had him on all my social medias, bro. And like, he would comment on my jujitsu shit. And I was like, oh shit, fucking Drakar. And I looked at him and I was like, oh shit, he's in the UFC now. <laughs> and I told Drakar, I was like, yo, bro, if you ever need like photo video work again, let me know. And boom, we met up. I met Courtney. And I didn't know who Courtney was either when I met her, bro. We met up for like dinner. He's like, oh, this is Courtney. She's in the UFC too. I was like, oh shit, I did my research. Like, oh fuck. And it's I forget that they're in the UFC sometimes. Yeah. it's just like this. You know, we're just talking, Absolutely. chilling, fucking around, like just cracking jokes and shit. I think one
1: of the craziest things is like when you meet celebrities. It reminds you like they're just people. Yeah, yeah people. everybody's human. You don't you think know? they're you don't think they're regular people, but then you meet them, you're like they're just people. Yeah, exactly. Like they have the same feelings as us. They do the same things mm-hmm. as us. They're just really, really good at what they do. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think I caught up to Sean kind of late too, though. Same thing, like and i don't know if that's what made him fuck with me cuz i was just like i wasn't like very fanboy. like hey bro you yeah, know what i mean he gets so many people yeah in his i'm life sure and I, like, and I and i like there's on. people that come to the gym yeah. too. They're like cuz he got bro. really
1: big and that Dana White's looking for a fighter. Yeah. When Snoop Dogg was calling the fight, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh Malley, Oh Mally, yeah. Mally. <laughs> and like at that point, everyone knew who he was. And then his last fight was pretty legendary too. Where he broke his leg, he Where still won. He broke his leg, still yeah. won the fight, and they did the interview with Joe Rogan on yeah. his back. Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, this guy. And then the just a Joe Rogan the podcast making. too, you know,
0: like Joe Rogan loves that guy. He gasses him up all the time, and he's cool as fuck. You know what I mean? Him and Tim are really like genuine, like, and, it, and I was like, dude. I had the opportunity. Tim gave me like, "Hey, come train in my gym. Like, you're helping us out. Like, and they pay me from time to time. And just for podcasts and vlog. Yeah. Like, dude, what the fuck? I'm training. Yeah, I get to, to learn free. from. Like, <laughs> I'm, le- I'm get to one. Like, I cut off the bill of jujitsu. Two. Like, I'm fucking learning from uh who fucking teaches Sean shit. You know what I mean? And I look at it like, dude, I want to learn, soak up knowledge from both of these guys. So it's cool that I'm just fucking to help them out with their podcast doing their vlogs now yeah and who knows where the relationship's gonna lead on you know and they tell me too like dude we want to like make you full-time I'm like we're gonna get you paid you know what i mean so that's they, awesome they have goals for me and it's cool and it's just really genuine you know if i felt yeah. like any like weird way because I've, I've met dudes too like some of the fighters like like they're kind of very standoffish or but you could tell the ones who were kind of egoish and shit yeah and it's was like well like
1: I think you'll uh, run into that in like in general. I think general. you run into that, yeah, as a whole. Like I run, right? like so. I work at Yelp, and when I was like my first like couple months there, uh-huh. there's someone there who was who was there. He was doing really successful. Like just kept moving up the ladder. Like when I was there, he was a rep, then got promoted manager and then director. So, you know, early on, I asked him like, "Yo, what does it take to be successful in Yelp?" And I feel like the advice he gave me is good for any really field that you're uh-huh. in. His first one was like, "Do well at your job." Like, that's where it starts. Like, can you do your job? Yes or no. He's like, But the second thing is get along with other people. And he gave me that advice of, like, when you get along with other people and, like, people really like you, they want to see you be successful. Mm-hmm. He's like, the person who is pretty good at their job but they get along with other people will get further than the person who is great at their job but is a dick to everyone. Yeah. Because sure. people want to see that first person be more successful than the other one. So people in higher-up positions will put you in positions to succeed versus that other person. The moment they're not great at what they do, they're fucking out of there. The only thing that's keeping them there is the fact that they're great at their job. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you don't want to be that person. You want to be that person who does well at their job and people like because they want to see you be successful. So you're, you know, you're doing the same thing where like yeah. you're good at what you do. You're good at making videos. You're good at taking photos. And, and at the, the same people time, skill and people like you. Thing, so people bro. are like, yo, like no matter what we do, we gotta take JX with us. Yeah. We gotta take Ninth with us because we like being around these people yeah. and they're good at what they do.
0: And you and this, that's so true, man. You could be fucking mediocre, really. You could be like. You mm-hmm. know how to turn a camera on and edit decently yeah like, and you have a great personality and you really hit it off with someone dude they're gonna be like come on dude But yeah. to the average person okay like to me in in Dallas or ninth like when we look at videos like, damn, that shit could have been shot better that shit was edited kind of like whack you know what I mean like just an honest opinion like we could have did that ten times better you know but like for someone who doesn't know shit about videos and photos like you could pull up with the HD camera you're a fucking guy, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're like, dude, that picture's sick. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and, and like the average person, you know, like, oh, dude, like and especially if you hit it off, bro, you're on. You know what I mean? Because yeah, exactly. we see a lot of like concert yeah. photographers that just blow up. You know, they'll be with fucking, I don't know, who's Drake they'll be with Drake, and it'll be like a decent photo. But to him, Drake is probably like, yo, this photo's amazing. I'm bringing it Yeah, you know, it's it's like, blown, like, blown, blown. like having you around. You're a cool yeah. ass you could person. You can feel the energy of people. I think this and, is
1: this is one thing, and this is a little off topic from what we're talking about. Uh huh. But this is one thing I've been going through the last, like, couple months is, like, your energy is so important. Oh, so, for sure. So, you know, shout out to Costas. He's always saying, like, keep that energy, right? But it's true because for me especially, like, I'm an introvert. You know, I so very much, much recharge by being by myself. And, like, for being an introvert, a lot of people think, like, sometimes it just means, like, extrovert or outgoing people, introvert or... You know, people who, like, stay quiet and kids themselves. That's not really what it means. So being an extrovert means you recharge by being around other people. Mm -hmm. So you recharge by being in social places. Being an introvert means you recharge by being alone. You know, maybe being with a book, being just by yourself. So I'm an introvert, like, by nature. What's tough sometimes is, like... I am very. I would say I would say I'm popular. Like I, I know a lot of people. I have like a pretty good skill set of getting along with different types of people too. Mm-hmm. So no matter like what like genre you fall in. Like I could talk to jiu-jitsu guys. I could talk to film guys. I could talk to you know sales guys, business people, clothing people. Right. So, I think sometimes people confuse the fact that I'm int- I'm a you know an introvert for an extrovert. So, one thing I've been trying to do these last couple of months is really protect my energy. Because, like, being an introvert, I only have so much energy to give out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in your bucket, you, you know, picture like a bucket. You have so much energy to give out, and if you're giving it to the wrong people, by the time things are said and done, you're going to be very drained, very worn out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Versus, like, when you're around the right people or when you're doing things to recharge yourself, right. it's not going to feel as draining. So I think sometimes just keep being that person that people want to be around you know, keeps people alive and well. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for you guys, for example, like, let's say you guys are people I didn't like, mm-hmm. you know, by the end of this podcast, I'm like, fuck, like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm spent. Like, I didn't want to have that it's conversation. True. I'm with them. Like, they, fu- you know, they just fucked with me. But, like, the fact that, like, I like you guys and I like being around mm-hmm. with you guys and I think the energy's positive, when I walk away from this, I'm actually going to feel really rejuvenated. Yeah. So the same thing goes for, like, you're talking about, like, Drake's photographer. Like, he could take average photos, but the fact, like, that Drake likes having him around, yeah. Drake probably feels like, yo, like... You know, this is someone that I vibe with, someone that helps me out. Like, they don't drain me of my energy.
0: Yeah, that's 100% true, bro. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Like, the whole energy sucking thing, too, is true, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, you're around some negative motherfuckers, like... Like, one, obviously, you recognize that they're negative. It's either how you how are you going to react to the situation, you know what I mean? Because I have friends that can be negative. Even, like, when I'm chilling with that, I was like, bro, cut that shit out. Or he'll <laughs> he'll tell me, yo, cut that shit out or whatever, you know? And I think it's about have, being an adult and being immature about, like, hey, man, like. Because, like, I've, I've been in situations, like, bro, can we just not talk, sh- like, be negative about the situation? <laughs> like, they're just, like, ranting or saying stupid yeah. shit. I'm like, dude, I don't even want to hang out with you, like. And same thing with me, man, I'm, I'm super introvert, but kind of the same, you know, I get along with a lot of people and I think conversation, like I build my people skills throughout the years, you know, just like starting, like thinking about like when I, I think when you first get your job, definitely helps you out a lot, right? Because you're just at school, you don't really talk to anybody in school. I didn't talk to anybody, it was just kind of like back of the room came to school all right went home and that's it and then i got a job that's when you really have to interact with people yeah. like, hey how are you doing okay it's not that bad it's not that scary to just talk you know mm-hmm. and you're gonna run into dickheads like that's inevitable like and it's just how you react to it really it's your like,
1: co-workers are the toughest ones because like in school you could at least pick a different friend group that day yeah your coworkers are literally the same people every day and like if you have a desk like you have to sit by them and if Dude. you're on a team you see them every day i know it's like Fuck. Like, how do I get, how do I escape this? <laughs> you have a new job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's tough. But so that's why, like, you really got to protect. Like, for me, like, what it really came down to was, like, I would get so drained at work, I wouldn't want to do anything after. I wouldn't want to go to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, like, go to church. Or I wouldn't want to, like, hang out with friends. I would just want to go home because Don't I'm more drained. Yeah. I feel like I need to recharge. Mm-hmm. When I started being more conscious of, like, the people I was talking to, the mm-hmm. things I was saying... I felt more rejuvenated at the end of work. I felt like I could continue my day once like it was time to clock out. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like I saw this thing on Instagram that was like really cool. Uh Ivan Jasper posted it and it was like reasons why I stay quiet. And it was like, one, I love being alone with my thoughts. And it was like, two, I don't want to talk for the sake of talking. And three, I don't want to gossip. So for me, like, the biggest thing is, like, sometimes I found myself talking just for the sake of talking. Yeah. Of You know, that water cooler talk. Like, oh, shit, it's Monday. Like, how was your weekend? Like, you know, it's like. When you know you don't give a fuck how really my weekend is. It's robotic, yeah. Yeah. And and you do it all the time. And I found myself talking like that. And I was like, you know what? Like, Mm -hmm. it would be better for me to stay quiet than to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and if that rubs people the wrong way and they don't respect that. They weren't really looking out for me. They were just looking out for themselves. They're looking out for the situation of like me keeping them entertained. Mm-hmm. But like my true friends that really respect my energy, respect the fact that I can say no, respect the fact that I can stay quiet. They understand that like when we interact, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. You know, some days I'm gonna give you part of me and some days you're gonna let me like stay to myself, and it's a give and take, you know, we're both filling each other's buckets. So I think just staying quiet not only helped me protect my energy. But also show the people who, like, genuinely look out for me and genuinely, like, fuck with me just for being me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was really cool. Just, like, I think sometimes, like, I recommend to everyone, like, pick an hour out of the day. Just stay quiet and, like, you'll start to notice shit And, like, yeah. things really pop up. And I promise you at the end of the day, you'll actually feel a little bit more revitalized than you think.
0: hundred percent. Like, that's why I like to meditate and fucking. That's usually what I do in the morning, bro. I try for most of the day. Some days I don't do it. I'm trying to get better at it, like, like, being reasonable, too, is like, dude, okay, I'm going to fucking wake up extra early just to fucking stretch and meditate. And meditating is crazy, bro. Like, that shit helps me so much, you know? Like, even if it's just 10 minutes, like, in the morning, just just meditate. We could just being quiet. Yeah. And yeah, just really try to think of nothingness even though you're going to think of shit, you know? And that's fine. Like, your mind is going to be like, okay, like, you're thinking of something, like, that's fine. It's tough
1: for me. I feel like my mind doesn't turn off. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's normal, like to, even today, bro. Like I'll meditate, and I'm just like, you're just thinking of something. You're thinking of what happened yesterday. you think what happened two years ago. You're thinking of what, I, and, and I'm very like, uh, observant. I think that's why I'm kind of good at jujitsu, is because I pay attention to mm-hmm. every little thing, and it's good, right? Because it's like, okay, where's this person's weight? Where's most of his weight at? If his, most of his weight's over here, I'm gonna sweep him this way. You yeah, know it's what I mean? A chess match. Yeah. Exactly. Or it's like once you get to a certain position, I'm like, okay, I'm in this. I'm in side control. I have you right here uh i know what you got from here i know what yeah. you can do it's either you're gonna do one a b or c you know especially if i'm rolling with like someone that i know i'm better at then i'm like okay i know what you're gonna do and especially with your teammates you kind of pick up their game what they mm. like to do their habits and shit so you're kind of aware like okay he's gonna do this he's gonna expose his back yeah. for just half a second that's all i need boom set my hook in do, and then boom i'll just hang out there and that's another thing too that i learned from tim he's like don't be in such a rush to like Get the submission just hang out there for a little bit you yeah. know like work it work it get tighter get tighter and that was another problem too was like i'll get it boom all right i gotta get armor real quick real quick and i'm just yeah. eager to fucking submit because like, you just gotta relax bro like and, and i think it's from competing you know because in competing you only have like what like five minutes or some shit to like you basically have to either win by points Or get the submission, you know? And, like, I've always been like, fuck the points. Like, let's just fight, you know? like Let's just see who can... No Nutella. You know? (laughs) And I think, bro, I just... From coming, like, from that team, you know? It's just, like, I'm very eager to, like, all right, let's just scrap. Let's just scrap. Fuck the points. Like, let's just...
1: So, what do you do for you when you're meditating and something's bothering you? Like, how do you deal with stress? How do you deal with problems?
0: Um, So, I read a lot, and I try to get a lot of, like like, knowledge. So, this book, man, that I read probably a few years ago, it's a trilogy and it like there's like another part to it right uh and it talks a lot about like is this how you react to it like you know you're either gonna and i catch myself too i'm not i'm not fucking perfect you know i don't think anybody's obviously nobody's perfect and it's just like okay when i'm in a situation and i'm upset or i get super stressed out i just take a deep breath and i think about it look at it like from a different perspective like whether it's like, oh fuck, my car fucking broke down. like and, it, and I've been in that situation where it's like, fuck my life, fuck this. Like, <laughs> I'm late on my bills. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'm depressed as shit. You know, like, I think everybody's been depressed, whether it's like, it's just how you react to it and what choice you're gonna make to it. You know what I mean? About it, I guess. So I kind of just look at it from a different angle. Like, okay, like, it's not that bad,
1: dude. It's like, funny that you say that because. I have this thing installed on Google Chrome, uh-huh. or like if you open up a new tab, it'll give you like a picture of the day and a quote of the day. Uh-huh. And one of the quotes came from actually Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and it was like literally like Captain Jack Sparrow that said yeah. the quote. But it was like, the problem isn't the problem, the problem is your attitude towards the problem. Exactly. And that's literally how everything is. It's like, it, how do you approach it? It really is. And I really do think we what we do is like, we have a, a certain space of which we allow problems to live. Mm-hmm. And we always let problems take up that space. So even when things are good, sometimes we'll let a small problem expand to take up that space. Mm -hmm. So one thing I try to remind myself of and like how I deal with my problems not my stress is like, yo, in five years, 10 years, 50 years on my deathbed, is this something that's going to concern me? Is this something that's like I'm going to be really worried about? Mm -hmm. And most of the time, I would say like 99.9% of the time, every problem kind of just washes away in the face yeah, of death for sure and it's just like yo like no problem ever makes it that far no problem makes no problem usually makes it further than like maybe a week is the longest i've like extended a problem or like in a week this would probably bug me yeah but then once i guess go going past the week i'm like no and like yeah. so you could probably look back now and think about some things you're stressing about last month for sure you're probably just like dude why was i even stressing about exactly. that exactly you're like what well, that should was stupid. Almost, Irrelevant you know now. I mean? And like, it's probably, like, there's probably, like, I think the easiest way to describe it is usually like a breakup. Yeah. I think about a time like you're with a guy or a girl and like you guys broke up and you thought it was the end of the world. Oh, for sure. And, like, where you are now, <laughs> it's nothing. Like, it's just like you thought your world was over. You thought you'd never find someone. You're going to yeah. hate to see them with someone else. Uh-huh. And now you literally don't care. And that's how most of our problems are.
0: Yeah, 100%. Man. And it's just how you said it's your
1: attitude how you're going to
0: react to the situation, man. It's either going to be like, fuck, my life sucks, and it's, I'm not saying, obviously, it's hard for you to just be like, okay, it's not that big of a problem, like, it's okay to, like, soak up or dwell in that moment, so to speak, like, be sad, like, it's fine to be sad, it's fine to be mad, like, we're humans, we have those emotions, we can't do shit about it, it's just, how long are you gonna stay with that, you know what I mean, like, fuck, fuck that shit, bro, my car fucking broke down, and then, it's either gonna take you five minutes, it's gonna take you a day or a week, like, as long as, it's just how you react, and everybody's different, but, I mean, some people hold on to it longer.
1: I've always wanted to be like my dad in that sense, too, because I am the type of person that, like, something happens and, like, I'm like, fuck, like, how am I going to deal with this? Like, everything mm. becomes life or death for me. Yeah. And it's not that, like, I can't handle problems, because, like, I can't handle problems. Mm. But, like, the, just the way that my mindset is, I'm like, all right, fuck it, like, let's gear up, like, we're going to war. My dad's the most patient person I've ever met, and I've always aspired to be like him. And, like, the, the best example I could give is, like, whenever I've gotten a flat tire. Like, when I was younger, before I knew how to change a tire. I got a flat tire, called my dad, and, like, he was like, yeah, I'll be right there. And, like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, I got to get a new tire. Like, I'm late to this. Like, yeah, yeah. my world is just like, man, like, I literally just want to cry right now. Yeah. My dad shows up, literally changes the tire, as if like he knew that was gonna happen today. Yeah. As if he like knew like oh today I'd have to go and change his tire yeah. like it's just part of my day. Cool, it's done. See you later. And I'm like that's the level of calm I want to have. Mm-hmm. I want to face my problems like I knew I was gonna have that problem today, mm-hmm. but I'm so prepared for it and so re- so ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is like we prepare so much for success that we don't necessarily realize how prepared we are for failure. Mm-hmm. So Connor has that great quote where he goes, like, this is a, a you know, fuck, it's like preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the opportunity is not always going to be good. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that's a success quote, right? Like, I'm prepared and I'm ready to meet this opportunity of success. But it applies to the negative, too. I'm prepared, so I'm ready for this negative today. Exactly. And that's how I want to have that mindset of, like, you know, no matter what happens, I'm calm under fire. Yeah. I'm sure you know that, too. Like, always going back to jitsu like... Dude, you if have someone, to stay calm. How many times is like someone had you mounted or someone had your back and it looked yeah. like they're about to stop you and then you reverse that position? and yeah. You're like, nope, hap- I didn't. I didn't today. stop fighting.
0: Literally today, and that's another thing too. It's like you can't give up, man. Like sometimes, like I will think like I'm such like sometimes I could be a perfectionist where it's like, fuck, this cross collar choke is sloppy as shit. It's not gonna work. But I'll see it and they're like, no, just keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, like especially the instructor's are like, You got it, you got it, and just keep going, keep going, boom, it works. You're like, Oh shit. And especially like someone had me, I think, in like some kind of choke or something, right? And like they were trying really hard and I'm I'm like super calm, bro. Jiu has definitely helped me a lot where it's like, just breathe. Like just mm-hmm. breathe. be present, be present. Like I know that it's not deep. I know they can't finish it. It like Outside looking in, they're like, oh, fuck, yes, deep. I'm going to – and they're using all their strength. I'm like, eventually, you're going to burn out. And that's the moment that I'm waiting for. Yeah. Because, one, I know it's not deep enough that you can't choke me. And not to be a dick, the technique sucks, like, on my end because I don't even <laughs> feel it. And you're just burning your <laughs> – and, like, i seen, like, brown bells do. It was like, bro, I, like, fuck with people. Like, I'll pretend like <coughs> make choking noises, <laughs> and they think they're choking me. And they go even harder, and they burn themselves out, and their arms just give out. And then, boom, that's the perfect time. Boom. All right, sweep you, take your back, whatever. And that happened to be later today. He's like, damn, bro, I thought I had you. You were so fucking calm, though. I was like, You just you got to stay calm, man. Like, You can't. <laughs> and and it's definitely helped me, like, throughout. And even, like, when I'm at workplaces, bro, like, I'm never going back to fucking a regular-ass job. And that's just, like, just seeing how serious people can take a job, and it's crazy because... They're in different situations, how you're saying, like, we're at a point where we don't have any kids, you know what I mean? We don't have any real serious bills. I mean, I got a car payment, and how you were saying, like, I had my own place, and I was like, okay, this is not, this is not it, chief, you know? Like, I'm back with my moms, I'm helping her out, I'm, like, seeing my family all the time, that shit makes me happy. I was like... Rush, to, I, get, like, rush I think to get grown That's get like wrong. another
1: social media thing That we talked about Yeah I think Of like sometimes social media Makes you think like Hey You have to get out quick 19, like, 20 You yeah. got a house You got a car You're yeah. on your own But that's not always it Like when you start to realize That like the possessions don't matter yeah. And it's really the people And experiences mm-hmm. You realize like Yo like I get to spend more time with my mom because there is going to be a day where you actually do like leave yeah. and you don't come back and you have your own life and yeah, you have your own kids. You leave the nest, bro. And I promise you the moment she dies, you're all you're only going to think about like, man, I wish I had more time with her exactly. or man, I wish I spent more time with her. Exactly. You're getting something back that a lot of people sacrifice because they're trying to, it's like the whole saying, keep, it's a saying like keeping up with the Joneses Rustigate because they're trying to keep up with the Joneses where they're trying to say like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But like, nah, those sick. are people who really just sat back and thought like, what, yo, what really makes me happy? Yeah, exactly, and
0: that's where I'm at right now, bro, I'm like, dang, I shouldn't have moved that with my girl, whatever, you know, when you get with the girl, you're all serious, let's get a place together, yeah, I, love do the I love the you, I love you, baby, and then you're fucking, that's where I was at, bro, I was fucking working at a cost center, I was making decent money, enough to be on my own, I had a car, all my bills were paid, and I was just like, but then I was like, I had horrible habits, I wasn't in the gym, I was eating like shit, I'll come home And I felt like I was like 40 bro Like I would argue With my girl Like this is it I'll be sleeping on the I'll be sleeping on the Sleeping on the couch And shit And I'm like All fucking depressed And shit And then I'm realizing like Yo it's not her It's me One Like my lifestyle Two Like I really can't afford this I have to be honest Can I afford my own place Like I'm fucking check, Check to check You know what I mean Like let's be honest I'm check to check I barely, I have, like, 20 bucks maybe to spend and shit. and Or, me. like, yeah. I'll have money for that, but just enough to get by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not enough to really enjoy life. And now I'm at my mom's, and sh- and I'm just, like, helping her out. You're and then I have money, and I'm happy, dude. Terms. I'm doing jujitsu I'm fucking, I'm trained, dude. Like, I'm man. happy as fuck. I'm <laughs> a like, fucking killer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, man. Going
1: back a little bit, though, when you're talking about, like, just being calm under fire. And yeah. how, like, you know, you wait till people make a mistake. You know, being a white belt, like, I get owned a lot, you know, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and- but one thing that I try to do is I try to say, like, yo, I'm pushing my limits every mm-hmm. day. When I show up here, it's to get better. Yeah, I have a mindset when I walk in that I'm the best one in. And when I'm not... When I'm getting owned, it's because I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. And, like, you got to train like you're a champion, but you got to be humbled enough to accept the lessons. Exactly. So one thing that happens is, like, when... Like, do especially when I train with John, because John's just so fucking good. He's and super he athletic, lives in Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. John owns me every time me and him train. But... I will do my best, or I will make it fucking hell for him to submit me. Mm-hmm. I will literally like wait till the last minute to tap. I'll wait like before I'm gonna go out or before I know that <laughs> arm bar's too deep. Yeah. And I, or I will just like, I'll keep fighting and I won't ever just give it up Fuck. because I'm pushing my limits. Mm-hmm. And what happens is like you see a lot of people, you know, especially in MMA, that, like tap to easy things sometimes. Yeah. Or they tap right away when things get tough or when they get tired
0: i know people like that too like I'll, i won't even set it in i'll just set like a choke in or something yeah. and they'll tap right on. like dude i, have I didn't training
1: partners like that that, that kind of make me mad because yeah, like you're like... taking away what i just set up right and like you're taking away <laughs> like, like you my... don't know how far yeah. you can go it like what if it was
0: sloppy i wouldn't yeah. have been
1: able to finish it i had people that are literally have me and like you know rear naked chokes yeah but, like, I'm just under the chin, and they're squeezing hard however they can. And, like, it's pain, but I'm not going out. Yeah, And yeah. I won't tap until they get under the chin because yeah. I want to push my limits. Yeah. And, like, that's what I try to do everything in life is, like, I feel like I have a high tolerance for, like, suffering and pain. It's, mm-hmm. so like, I'm always trying to push my limits. I so like, yo, I know what I can put up with. So when times do get tough, I know what I'm made of. I'm battle-tested. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's going to be a point, like, especially for me and you, like, you know, five, six years from now when we're, like, purple, brown, black belts, yeah, yep. of, like, when we're actually owning people, then we're going to know what our limits are. So when we actually go against true competitors, we know, like, how far we can push exactly. ourselves. Exactly,
0: And, and like, there's a time and place. And that's why I think I like uh, – and I think as white belt, bro, I kind of, like, enjoyed getting beat up because I was like, one day I'm going to learn that. And then after I get beat up, I'm like, dude, can you show me that real quick? You know, especially, like, the blue, purple, brown. Like, and I'm like, fuck yeah, Like, how you said jiu-jitsu is a, a – Bro, the most kind, like I never met a dick, I think I have met a few dickheads, I'm not gonna lie, but, like but 90%, belt, 90% is like, they're nice as fuck, yeah. you know what I mean, especially once you get to blue, purple, brown, they're even nicer, because they're like, dude, it's like props, you're here, you're like, yeah. you. we know jiu is like one of the toughest, if not the toughest martial art, because how long does it take to get your black butt, like 10 plus years, yeah, depending on how, how long you're, you train, if you're how much you train,
1: we're talking five, six years, yeah if you're just a regular trainer we're mm-hmm. talking 10 years yeah if we're talking someone on and off it might be 20 years <laughs> exactly like i know like guys the crazy like that thing too it's like you literally have to be a genius to get your belt in mm-hmm. less than like five six years
0: and tim always says this dude he's like anybody that's smart does fucking jiu-jitsu bro like and you don't even have to be athletic that's the thing bro there's like know, nerdy uh, people yeah. that are fucking good because you know, they're smart <laughs> you know
1: that Searching for Bobby Fischer about like the, the chess champion. No. You ever seen it? Uh-huh. It's based on a true story. It's about this chess prodigy. Uh-huh. Really like one of these smartest guys. He is actually Marcelo Garcia's first black belt. Oh. Really? His chess champion. That's famous for chess. Dang, is a black belt sick. by Marcelo Garcia, and he's sick. his first black belt. Like, how crazy is that? that's
0: like, wild. He's a genius. Like, you don't have to be at- honestly, you don't have to be athletic. I mean, it helps you, don't get me wrong, but you can be like Bro, like just jump. You can be up. old, young, yeah, fat, skinny, like uh-huh. it,
1: like jujitsu. There's just so there's so many ways to it's do it. It's crazy.
0: Like jujitsu doesn't judge, bro. Like it, the only thing, like what is it a quote or some somebody said like, just how much time you put on the mats. You know what I mean. That mm-hmm. it, it shows. You know.
1: You get what you put in, like, 100%. Exactly, exactly. And it's one of those beautiful things, because there's a lot of things that you'll put in a ton, Mm -hmm. and you don't get anything back. Mm -hmm. Or that you'll see some people, like, put in barely anything, and they get a ton back. Mm -hmm. Jiu-Jitsu is literally, you know, they're they're both tied together. There's a direct correlation by how many times you go to practice, Mm -hmm. how many hours you spend on the mat, versus how good you are, and how Mm -hmm. fast you progress.
0: Exactly. And even, I do a lot of studying, too, bro. Like, I'm obsessed right now. Like, that's all I really care about, bro. And I think... That's kind of taking me away from product a little bit, but it's like, cause I've had thoughts. I'm like, dude, okay, what the? F-? Let me be honest with myself. Like 2019, I'm like, listen, let's, let's just be honest. Like, okay, who the fuck's around me, and what am I really doing in my life? What the fuck do I want to do? And not that I want all the answers, cause how I think life would be pretty boring if we had all the answers. You know what I mean? Like, you know, back in the days where they had the the the, the uh, answers on the back of the book or mm-hmm. some shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I think life would be boring, I just bro. Had this conversation with P about like. This is the best part of about life.
0: I think it's the process, right? Yeah. It's not about the end goal.
1: It's not about I getting that me, black belt. It's yeah. about the process, getting I, beat up. I tell this to John all the time because John is one of these people that, like, he gets really hard on himself about, mm-hmm. like, you know, what he's doing with his life and, like, you know, just how much he wants from it. Like, he's one of those people that wants a lot from life. Yeah. So he'll get hard on himself. Like, yo, I need to be doing more. and you do this. And I'm like, yo, like, enjoy this. I was like, because 10, 15 years from now, like, when we're all doing what we want to do... These are going to be the days that we talk about. We're be like, yo, remember when like, we said just a like in we doing podcast fucking, in the back yeah. of the room? Bro? Yeah, remember like in the <laughs> back of the house? Yeah, remember, yeah, Mom's remember that time in the back? Remember that time like we had the, like, like for me, like now that I got the Tesla, like I have one of those semi, you know, coming moments where like I made it. Because like when my first car was a 1998 Altima and uh, I wrecked it in my junior year of college. I got into a car accident. Car accident was my fault. This is my junior year, so for my junior it was like halfway through my junior year. So for a semester of my junior year, uh, a year of my senior year, rolled the bus. Hmm. And then when I started at Yelp, I still didn't have a car. The first so six just months. I, or what? No, I was taking a bus. Oh shit. So I was taking the bus from South Phoenix. Fuck. So from Central and Broadway, I was taking the bus all the way. So the, the Yelp office is like by Fashion Square. Yeah. I was taking the bus from South Holy Phoenix to shit. Fashion Square for six months. <laughs> yeah and then mind you then the next car it wasn't yeah. like I got the Tesla right away then I got the shitty 2003 yeah. Honda cord that a check engine light and like fucking all that Shout and then like the check even then, then like I thought I was gonna get the Tesla and the I had Jeep. to settle and I got the Jeep which the Jeep was really good but even then it wasn't exactly what I wanted I had to right. settle because of all that and it's like yo now I got this so it's like one of those coming of moments of like you know, I've arrived really? so but it's like what's next because like that's just buying a car yeah. like for me really arriving is I have three goals in life my first goal is to show people God's love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So as I mentioned before, like when I look at my family and I look how far they come, you know, my dad's side, my grandfather dropped out of school in junior high. He was drafted to the army, went to World War II at 18 years old. My grandmother, my nana, my mom's side was uh, leaving an abusive relationship in El Paso, driving to California to move, car broke down, and Phoenix decided to stay here because their car broke down. So you have these like two Brazilian people and my grandparents that like you know they just whatever life threw with them they dealt with it. Then you go to my parents. My dad was in a gang, ran with the bad crew. You know he went to prison for six years, came out, turned his life around. Literally got a job the first day he was out and has had that same job since. My mom was a team mom, lived in the projects. You know did everything she can to provide for me. You know kindergarten. You know she literally sat me down and said like you're going to college, you're gonna do all these things. When I was growing up in, like, junior high, I never doubted that I was going to, like, go to college or do things. Even though, like, my friends and the people I grew up around were, like, dropping off, falling off. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have these people that, like, you know, provided for me, like, had great opportunities. So, like, and, like, it all starts with God. So, like, I was just really blessed. Like, I was just given, you know, opportunity. And, like, the more I kept putting into it, the more that kept giving to me. So, that's, like, my first goal is I want everyone to know that, like, yo, it starts here. It starts by having that faith. My second goal is to empower the people around me. So I used to have a goal of saying, like, hey, I just want to take care of my family and friends. Like, I want to give them money. I want to give them gifts. I want to give them everything they want. What I realized that as I've gotten older is, like, you could give someone a gift, but when you empower them, it's way more meaningful. Like, I could give you, like, like what's something you like to do, like, besides jiu-jitsu? Like, you like taking pictures. I could give you a camera, and you can be like, Ricky, this is, like, the best camera. But like let's say I hooked you up with your dream photography job mm-hmm. and you said like I want to do photography for my whole life. That's way more meaningful and way more powerful. Yeah. Because now I'm allowing you to live life on your terms. So I've shifted that goal of like giving to empowering.
0: Yeah, it's one of those like like a lot of celebrities deal with that, right? Like, say you fucking win the lottery or some shit. You yeah. got so much money, you don't, you yeah. have too much money. You know what I mean? Where it's like, am I gonna give you a grant or am I gonna give you a job that you're gonna have steady income yeah, for the rest of your it's life? It's like
1: that quote: like you could teach a man, you could you could give a man a fish, or you could teach him how to fish.
0: Exactly. So
1: it's like that. So like I want to empower people, uh-huh. and then my third goal is I just want to be the best at whatever I do, mm-hmm. and being the best sometimes. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm number one, but it means sometimes I'll give you my best effort. Right. There's gonna be some things where you gotta accept like you're not gonna be number one at. Yeah. There's some things that people are naturally talented in; they're gonna beat you every time, and maybe they work harder. Yeah. But if you do your best, you know that you you put up your best fight. So like mm-hmm. for me, that's what every time I, I go about a life, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, yo, am I being the best, Ricky, in this situation? Mm-hmm. So those are my three goals, and those are the, the three things that I think about often. Like, yo, how do I accomplish these things? Mm-hmm. Those are
0: really great goals. Like,
1: this year for me,
0: I kind of was like, like I was saying, my goal was like being more honest about every situation, really, you know what I mean? Like, how you're saying, like, you're in a situation, like, and I just read this from a book, too, ironically, that you said that, where it's like, okay, when you're in a situation, think about it, is this who I am, who I truly am, who I want to be, who I'm going to become type shit, you know? Whether it's like I'm hanging out with somebody, whether it's uh whatever, every decision you make, you know, like today... I was fucking running errands all day, and I'm, like, kind of, like, drained. I'm, like, do I want to go to jiu-jitsu? Fuck, yeah, I want to go to jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? Like, whether – and I don't train as much as I used to, but I think I like it because it's about having balance, too, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I got so obsessed where literally, that's all I did, bro. Like, I was, I was going out with – and I got back with there because I realized I was a fucking idiot, so – I was so obsessed, bro. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't want to hang out with anybody. Even this guy would hit me up. I'm like, dude, I don't want to chill. Like, I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to work <laughs> on product. Rolling. Like, I'm fucking <laughs> drilling and I'm not drilling. I'm fucking studying, like, how to fucking get better at jujitsu or how to anything, you know? And it kind of uh, opened up as far as, like, I was like, dude, I want to be even more health conscious than I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, now I'm getting deeper into, like, nutrition. Now I'm getting deeper into my body. You know what I mean? Into, like, self care as far as just from jujitsu, where it's like, okay, well, how I was telling you was, dude, I want to do this for a long time. Yeah. I want to be a black belt. I'm going to be a black belt one day, uh, have a, my own gym, you know, and like I want to share yeah. how jujitsu has really changed my life, my perspective, my attitude like, just everything, bro. Dude, this is really life-changing, especially for me, you know? And it doesn't matter if you're just a hobbyist or you want to be a competitor, you know? Obviously, there's a two. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle because I, I do want to do high-level competition. Yeah. Cause, just because it's fun as fuck. Yeah, but
1: you're going to turn into like a world champion.
0: Yeah, I kind of do want to be a world <laughs> champion, though. Like, if I become, like, my thing, too, is I was thinking about it, I was like, dude, like, even, like, when I compete at Worlds, I'm, like, I remember my first competition, um, I got this guy in my guard, right? And I just looked up, bro, I was like thinking, I was like, fuck, I really am doing jiu-jitsu right now, like, (laughs) I remember, like, when I joined jiu-jitsu, bro, like, I was driving home from the grocery store, and I seen, boom, black flag jiu-jitsu, I was like, dude, this is meant to fucking be, because I kept bullshitting on it for, like, six months, I was like, nah, because, you know, it's kind of, like, it's nerve-wracking, you know, especially if you don't have that confidence, that which I... It's
1: tiring, too, like, it's, for people who haven't done jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu is really hard. Yeah, it is. It's like, when I say, like, I do on and off Uh jiu-jitsu... It's because I'm fucking lazy the days I don't go. Yeah. You know, like, you, what you and John do of like going every day, like, it's impressive, it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I go three times a week and I, my body is hurting. So, like, the next yeah. morning I'm fucking limping, yeah. like, to the shower and it's like, yo, like, this is just so hard and so grueling. Dude. And, like, not only is it physically tough, it's mentally tough. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, like no man. one knows how tiring it is like
0: you don't know if you don't roll type shit like you just gotta roll when
1: when your tank is empty and someone has you mounted and you still have to keep going you have fucking two whole whole minutes bro you You realize how long two minutes is and there's three minutes on it and like I'm like oh my gosh like you almost just put your arm out and you're just like Break it. I don't give a fuck. Right. And that's
0: where I think when you get deeper, especially, like, deeper into my jujitsu journey, like, right now, I'm, like, being more conservative with my energy. Like, obviously, it's normal to be spazzy, you know? Like, you're just like, ah. And you're like, all right, dude, you have, like, ten more rounds to go, you know? And it's like, fuck. Now, like, I'm really conservative. I'm, like, really articulate as far as, like, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to play spider guard right here okay he's gonna fall for it i'm gonna sweep him off of this or boom he's gonna leave one arm in and a boom triangle or whatever okay fucking switching into an arm bar like i'm i'm being way i'm self-aware of where my body is and what i have and what the submissions i have or even if it's just a hold or even like i'm just waiting for you to fuck up bro or if someone has me inside control bro and it's just like i'm just waiting for like mm-hmm. half a like a inch bro that's all i need is to escape you know and i think it's i'm really flexible and like I'm pretty quick, too, you know, so all I need is, like, half a second, boom, I move, okay, cool, I got my guard back, okay, cool, arm drag, I can take your back, like, I'm getting deeper into where it's like, yeah. I know when to spend my energy, and I'm like, okay, I know I have five more rounds ahead of this, like, I'm not gonna fucking, like, and it's like, I have that mentality where it's like, in the beginning, it was like, when I started getting good, I know how to submit people, I'm going to submit everybody. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But now it's more like, let me practice my movements. Let me uh drill where I'm weak at. Mm-hmm. Let me fucking uh, just try new shit. Let me fail. Like, yeah. we're here. Like, this is where to fucking fail. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny, like, like,
1: because, like, we're talking on this podcast for a while now. And it's uh-huh. like, we keep going back to jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Dude. There's just so many life parallels in jiu-jitsu. There like, is, right? Like, Whatever you do here, like this could be compared to life. Uh-huh. Um, one thing you mentioned, though, that like, I listened to on Joe Rogan's podcast when he had been asked, and he said, one of the biggest issues with jiu-jitsu is uh, people don't drill things that they're bad at. Yeah. He's like, So when you roll, like most times people do things that they're really good at. Or that's why people they want have win. cauliflower on so one ear. You yeah, see when people have yeah. it? Because they drill on that side that's really only. It's really good that like, you, you have that approach of, like, yo, I'm trying to get better all around. I mm-hmm. want to do the bad things. Exactly. Because I do think that's true. Like, sometimes you, you roll with people like you said, you know exactly what you are gonna do. Yeah. But they do the same thing every time, every time, every time. Yep. Which is cool because like in some regard like they're getting really better by practicing mm-hmm. one thing. But at the same time too, they're shying away from things they're bad at. Yeah. It's like yo, when someone actually shuts that door on you, or they like make you go another direction, right. you're not gonna be ready for something else.
0: Exactly. Where it's like you're kind of like how they say you're a one trick pony type yeah. of guy. You know what I mean? Like you're only good at fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Like. Which is like, bolo really or some shit. It, it's cool. Yeah, you could be really, people, really fucking he's good. I'm
1: like, uh, more scared of. Uh, yeah, the guy the man who practices, practices a thousand one kick a thousand yeah, times, or yeah some the guy who knows a thousand kicks. Yeah. But like.
0: I'd rather be Ramid, bro, you yeah. know, but then, yeah, I get it. Like, there's bread and Butters for like the mm-hmm. Meow Brothers. Like, they love Baron and, and that's it's what like they're known if you for, you know? Kenan, like, you're gonna do the Worm Guard. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, you're so good at it. Like, it's like.
1: But so few people excel so high where they're the best in that area.
0: Yeah exactly right there's very few of those people uh and how you're saying like they're so high level like you know that they're gonna go for this move but yeah. there's
1: nothing you can but do like, i'd rather be a uh,
0: well-rounded where like in every position yeah. dude i'm dangerous but like i'd rather
1: be a gordon ryan where like i'm well-rounded in a few areas yeah like i know how to do leg locks i know how to do back attacks uh-huh. john Donahue is like literally a genius like, i know dude it's me.
0: crazy or right? same thing with
1: marcelo where marcelo's what? the most fundamental marcelo's person. my favorite ever yeah. period like, he's so fundamental where he knows yeah. every position every sweep every submission
0: yeah and i truly believe like you know how there's a lot of crazy fancy shit i think there's always going to be in every sport right yeah. like just like uh showboaty i guess mm-hmm. right and f- it always goes back to fundamentals, bro oh, fundamental absolutely. wins everything a fucking basic ass armbar or basic ass triangle or that like you know what i mean a good guard pass like you don't have to get crazy you know i'm not saying Cause sometimes I do get like, I'll do a fucking cartwheel shit or a yeah. fucking backspin or I don't know. Sometimes I'll get crazy with it. But then I realize like, dude, to get to high level guys, like they're going to yeah. shut that shit down real quick. For sure. You know what I mean? And
1: I think we got a little off topic here too, just because like the jujitsu talk yeah, is so yeah. easy. But, um, what we were talking about earlier is like how you were living your life prior yeah. to jitsu Yeah. You know, you're, you're living with a girl that you were fighting with a lot and like you blame it on her, but really it was you exactly. and the way you're living. And then, like, even when you start doing jiu-jitsu, it got really extreme. Uh-huh. I got rid of the bar, it was, like, just jujitsu. jitsu Yeah. Um, one thing that I really, like, noticed is, like, life is really about balance. Yeah, Like, you got to sure. have all That's of what I'm things. realizing. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, like I said, I broke down my goals for you. Uh-huh. Or, like, those are my life goals. Yeah. But, like, daily, I want to touch on a few things. Like, I want to touch on my faith. So, I try to do Bible plans, like, daily, yeah. pray. Uh, mentally, I want to make sure I'm reading for an hour. Physically, right. I want to make sure, like, I'm eating healthy, drinking water, you know, working out in some form, at the beach be jiu-jitsu, gym, running. Yeah. Um, work, I want to make sure, like, I'm doing a good job, friends and family. So, like, I think having that daily balance is, like, really key mm-hmm. to, like, being happy on a daily level. Mm-hmm. So for you, like, what did it take to really get that balance? Because it sounded like you went really extreme. Yeah, and but now... and, like, yeah. you're, like, cutting off people. Like, say, so you're tiny. Yeah, you dudes. know, nine, like, yo, yo, I need to do What kind of brought... <laughs> what kind of brought... What brought you back? Um... I
0: don't know, I had a self-realization as far as, like, like I'm telling you, bro, I still plan on being a world champion, but then I started thinking about it, where it's like, even, like, when I was dating this girl, which I'm dating her again, mm-hmm. like, we just went through a stupid breakup, where it's like, dude, what, what is it, what is success if you, or if you don't have anybody to share it with, in a sense, you know what I mean, or like, like, you just, I just want to be alone, like, yeah, I'm gonna be, like, you know, famous people, even like, Mike Tyson and shit, he was probably, like, the greatest athlete ever, but motherfucker's probably lonely as shit, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, does all the medals and shit matter? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, my coach is a Mm multi-ten-time world champion, because every, like, it's inevitable that I'm gonna get my black belt as far as, as like, like, I started thinking, like, dude, like, that shit is cool that I would have all these accolades or whatever, but that shit doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be a great teacher, I'm gonna be a great human being as a whole, regardless if Like, I don't think anything's going to change if I'm a world champion or not. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I really want it. Like, boom. Like, oh my God. It's It's just because you have a good understanding of who you are. Yeah. And it's just like, that shit doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, and Mm -hmm. I go back to him, like, dude, and we talk about this from time to time. Like, uh, dude, I don't care what kind of like what things I have, and I used, I was very materialistic at one point, and I'm sure we, like, really follow each other, were, you know, we're, we're like, all, and again, like, fucking $100 yeah, on your shirt, especially like, being into streetwear, like, yeah, like it's or, like, easy to get lost pre-meal. in there. right? We all want a Jordan, Yeah, yeah
1: like, I have 50 pairs of shoes, bro, yeah.
0: they're all fucking dead like,
1: stock, dude, like, now that I'm like, 27, I literally wear these same pair of shoes every I, day. I saw, <laughs> did you see that funny
0: tweet where it's like, where it's like, sneaker edition, uh, unpopular, yeah. it's like, when you turn when you're past twenty four or twenty five, you wear the same uh, yeah, four, four pair, pair of shoes, shoes and all the yeah. shit doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true like, though, right? I literally
1: will buy a pair of white shoes, I'll wear them for six months until I beat up yeah. and I'll buy a new pair of white shoes and like I'll literally just wear those i wear those two pairs of shoes the whole year. Yeah.
0: And how you're saying like balance, bro, fuck. So like like I'm so eager to I'm learning to like okay. You read a lot, right? Yeah. I have a lot of books, bro, and I have this bad habit of buying a lot of books before I even finish. So I have like fucking thirty books that I haven't even touched, and I'm just like, all right, like I need to calm down. Like, let me just enjoy the moment. I'm trying to be more present Mm -hmm. and just really just enjoy, soak everything up. You know what I mean? For what it is, and be more appreciative of
1: where, like, dude, I'm breathing. Like, I'm alive. I am that way too. Or like, I want to.
0: It's almost like I want all this knowledge at once. Yeah, I want, I want to, be to the smartest things.
1: version, the best ever. I want to accomplish things in, like, one foul swoop. Yeah, same. And when I can't do it, I get really frustrated. Yeah. And then I got to remind myself, like, hey, any bit of progress is great progress. Right. And, like, sometimes it's really great progress, but I just want more. Right. So it's just, like, taking a step back of, like, yo, you're progressing – just give it some more time. Like, it's gonna come to you. It's gonna be yours. And then go back to, just, just keep showing up. You're gonna get yeah. better, like, yeah. regardless. You're gonna get better, bro. Yeah. Like, you're gonna have to some bad I tell days. I to John. He has yeah. bad days. I'm like, hey, like, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. I was mm-hmm. like, but you gotta remember to have fun with it, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, because you gotta enjoy these times. You gotta enjoy, like, on the come up, especially. How are you saying we'll look back, like, dude, it wasn't that serious? It wasn't
0: that serious. And yeah, how are you saying we're gonna look back, like, Remember when we had our brands? And even if it, like, quote, unquote, is not successful, dude, we're, like, I'm loving it because I'm expressing myself. Like, everything I do, I'm expressing think, myself in some way, shape, or form. I have, way, I have
1: a fear of not trying to do something. Uh-huh. Like, you know, skipping out on something because I was scared to fail. Yeah. Not going through with something then I do actually failing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather very much fail at something than, like, 10 years from now, say, like, damn, like, I wish I would have like, right? did more clothes. Yeah. Or, damn, I wish I would have like, talked to that girl. Or, I wish I would have gone on that trip. Exactly. I would much rather know the answer and know that it was a no or know that it didn't work out. Than or, to, you like, never know. That could have led you to something. Yeah. You know, I That had. what if, to me, is the most yeah. fearful, the thing Fear I'm, I'm most afraid of.
0: Yeah, 100%,
1: man. And it's so hard because, like...
0: Getting outside your comfort zone is a beautiful thing, man.
1: I talk about this with Pete. Yeah. So, when it comes to life, you could live a good life or a great life. And there's nothing wrong with living a good life. For some people, that is literally what they strive for, mm-hmm. and it's very easy to live a good life because when you look at a good life, it, it's very there's there's things that people aspire to have, you know, like having a family, having a stable job, you know, things like that. But for other people, you know, and I would put myself in this bucket is like I want more from life. I want to be able to provide for people. I want to be able to see the world. I want to be able to live life on my own terms, mm-hmm. and that's a great life. And to live a great life, there's a lot of burden there. There's a lot of burden that there's, you can't enjoy the normal things that you know, regular people enjoy or, or good lives enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it's very comfortable to be good because it's very easy to be good. It's very hard to be great. You know, when you want to be great, you're going to sacrifice yeah. you know, a lot of things that you want. Mm-hmm. You're going to sacrifice time. You're going to sacrifice sleep. You're going to, sometimes you're going to sacrifice relationships with people mm-hmm. because they're not, a, they're not accepting. It, they're not willing of you striving for a great life. So that's the tough thing there sometimes when when you approach life. It's like, yo, do I want to be good or do I want to be great? Because with great comes with a lot of burdens. It wasn't until I got older that I really started to appreciate that saying, ignorance is bliss, because there's literally people who wake up, they work their 9 to 5, and they have their Saturday and their Sunday off, and that's enough for them. Fuck that. And, like, yeah, for us, that's not okay. <laughs> but for them, like, yeah. it is, and there's nothing wrong with right, that. Right, right. You know, they're happy with it. It's literally what they what they strive to be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we want more and we're striving for more. And it goes further ha- than money. Yeah, it goes further like, than materialistic yeah, it's, it's shit, right? And yeah. we're we're putting more on ourselves. Right. So it's tough. Uh, so that's one thing that we got to deal with daily.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm, like, I'm fucking... It's crazy how, like, we're... The money is even a thing, right? Where it's like I was making way more money like a year ago than what I'm making now, but I'm fucking happy as shit, bro. Like, dude, I'm have enough money like that. Literally, like I, I have enough money to just do what it. Like I'm taking a trip to Japan. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> like, what dude, the- I love Japan. I've been once. So it was fun. I went with Dom.
0: How like how
1: long ago? Uh, three Two 10- years, 2016. Oh, so it wasn't that long ago, right? Yeah. Like three years ago.
0: How is it out there? What you do? A, it's a
1: futuristic world. Yeah? It's like a futuristic New York. It's crazy. They, they do things that you're just like, why? Like, you're literally going to see things out there you're going to be like, why are they doing that? Do what you How long were you guys out there? Uh, eight days. Oh, wait, yeah. I think that's, that's real cool. we're going out So, we went to Tokyo. It takes like then, a whole
0: day to get out there and shit. Yeah. We went to
1: Tokyo. Um, we went to some, like, town three hours out. For the most part, we're in Tokyo. Uh-huh. One day, we went to a town that was like three hours out to visit a Keith Haring Museum. So that's a lot of fun. Shit. Might have to do that. Yeah, Nakamura Keith Harry Museum. It's the only yeah. private collection in the world. Sick.
0: You guys what, definitely got to check what it out. What'd you guys eat?
1: Uh, everything do you remember? we we ate like uh, sushi ramen. The ramen out there is amazing. Okay. Um, we found a really good burger spot too. That like Don <laughs> fell in love with. It's yeah. called Chatty Burger. Uh-huh. Like he probably ate that like three four times. In really? like eight <laughs> days really. <later. laughs> Hey, let's go back bro <laughs> it's amazing that I, like I, it's actually something that I want to do next year because the Olympics are going to be there next year oh dang so I've been trying to see like who wants to go to Tokyo so that's sick I'll hit you up after you get because yeah. I'm, I'm tiny once you get back you're going to want to go yeah. again
0: yeah like one of my friend, uh my friend Lee he's even thinking about moving out there but he's yes. like I'm going to see how it is dude first. one of
1: my friends was telling me at Yelp that like houses are super cheap out really? there right now because I guess what happened is like when that tornado hit yeah. or that, when the tsunami hit uh-huh. and a bunch of people died. Um, People There's a bunch of real estate open, and people weren't buying it because they're very superstitious. Yeah. And they're very superstitious. Of like, yo, people died in that house, or people yeah. died near that. Like, the energy's bad. Yeah. And uh, people are, like, making the house super cheap because of that. It's crazy. He probably would, though, because he's,
0: he's one of those, bro. Like, if he says something, he's going <laughs> to do it, you know? Yeah. He's not, like, yeah, you just know, talk about that. ass. Yeah. And, like, he's one of those, like, when he talks, bro, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's about shit. <laughs> so... Mm, I mean, there's a good probability they, they can. Do it. Yeah, could. but shit, it's already been like an hour and a half, bro. Oh. Fuck championship rounds, Ricky. Dude, this is a great
1: talk. Yeah, so we're just but again, get, like, like once you get that travel bug, you're gonna want to travel all the time. Yeah,
0: I just got my passport last year, and I was like, dude, I'm just gonna get it. Like, and I heard it in a podcast too, where it's like. I got my, my passport, and I didn't use it for four years, but I knew one day I was going to use it, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd rather have it right now, and I had the extra money. I was like, dude, I'm just going to get just it. Like, it. why not? You'll never regret it. Exactly.
1: So You'll never regret
0: traveling. So that's where I'm at now, and fuck. fuck. I can't wait, dude. I'm excited. I'm going to try and do jiu-jitsu out there. <laughs> 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 well, like, I don't know how they are, though, because you know how people are super traditional. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're,
1: like, and they're weird. And you go to Cali or... right after you get back.
0: Yeah, I go to Cali. So do you know who Paul Chek is or no? no. Paul is, like this this big, like, nutrition. He's really environmental psychology guy. Like, super smart dude. And I posted the book on my story, How to Eat, Be, Live Healthy. And, like, this dude's a genius, man, like, about everything. And uh, Tim and Sean are going to do a podcast with them out there. So we're, I'm going to vlog their whole shit. And so he's being on their podcast and they're being on his podcast so on still, April 13th. So I'm coming back on the 11th, but I'm flying from L.A. Because it's cheaper to fly from L.A. Yeah. Uh, So I get back the 11th, so I'll probably get here the 12th. Back home on the 12th, and then leave on the 13th. Dude, so I'm just like, when I hit April, you up and
1: I was like, Yo, can you film the 13th? Yeah. What it's were you? Because I was actually gonna surprise you with a gift tonight.
0: Oh really? But like, you're gonna be in LA. Fuck. So I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, we'll wait till I'm back. Then um. So what, you did said you the th-
1: Did you see who's gonna be in town the 13th? No. Oh, bro. i Garcia's oh, gonna be a shit fight ready. Shit. I saw so that. So I was gonna surprise you and be like, yeah. Yo. Here's the like, class go see Marcelo train. Yeah. I
0: appreciate the thought, And now bro. you're going to be in I appreciate like, the thought, dude. Well, now I'll be there. I was thinking about that shit, bro. <laughs> bro I was thinking about it for, like... Literally, Marcelo is my favorite fucking dude. Like, it popped up these on are, my timeline. Yeah, it popped up on mine, too. It's like, like it's it's a bunch because, of times. Like, my
1: sister knows I'm doing these surprises. So, like, January surprised John <laughs> with a new E. John said this.
0: What did John say? Tell him to come do my podcast. The GD is called... The, <laughs> the Matt the
1: mat Time. DA. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, like, so, like... When I did the surprises, like I did John in January, and oh, I saw John, could, really e yeah, surprised John the new E in a rash guard. My sister surprised you with the Euro trip, and like every month then, my sister's been like, "Who are you gonna so surprise?" Monday, and like I I'm couldn't know. Garcia, and then you're yeah. like, "Yo, like let's film, let's do the podcast Wednesday." I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. I was literally on Facebook, and an ad pops up, and yeah. it says trained by Marcelo garcia <laughs> and i was like dude this is perfect i'm gonna yeah. cjx i was yeah. like he does jiu so he loves it and i was like this is gonna be a surprise yeah, yeah. That been so i hit you up and i was like yo can you film these days and you're like honestly the 20th works better because the 13 <laughs> let me in town i was like fuck like, why are these surprises <laughs> but, so hard yeah because like i don't want to just give people like yeah, a gift. Yeah. i want it to be meaningful yeah exactly i appreciate it something to be like yo like that was Love. like really thoughtful of you yeah Fucking Marcelo, come back, <laughs> bro. But I mean, you could always
0: go up to New York and cross train, right? Dude, Wait. one of
1: my friends just moved from <laughs> Phoenix to New York. Uh huh. And his first three days... cause he he's a purple about at A Z Combat, oh, sick. so he does he's beginning gym. his ass beat over there. Yeah, so we, I don't know, yeah, but <laughs> but basically his first day out there he went to Unity. Yeah. His second day out there he went to Renzo. Fuck. And then his third day out there he went to Marcelo, and I was oh like, what? God. A three day period. Fuck,
0: dude! Imagine
1: just being around all that greatness.
0: You know dude, what I mean? That's crazy. Like, think
1: about the people that train out there. The Meow brothers. Yeah. Dennis. All the fucking death Donna squad. Here. You know what I mean? Yeah, Gordon like Thank it's just bro. insane out
0: there but uh, new york but you be playing. <laughs> i don't know i'm not like you know how you're saying like you've been to new york right yeah. i've never been to new york i feel like 10 years like i wouldn't like what? it cuz of my personality like dude i hate loud noises and like yeah, just fucking so loud, bro. cluttered and shit like that's why I love Portland, because it's so calm, and it's just like, fuck, everybody's nice, chill as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. when I went to Crossrain at at 10th Planet over there, everybody's yeah. cool as fuck. I love Seattle. The majority Seattle. of them were high. They're like, Seattle's suck, super chill, bro. like, that. I really
1: <laughs> love that. I love that weather, too. Like, that rainy, yes. you know, the dark, trees, green, every day. That's, man. like, mine. But, like, born and raised here, like, I get so tired of the desert, I get so tired of the heat. Where would
0: you want to retire at? Do you have a place you want to retire at? I
1: would want to retire here. Okay. 100%. Um... Or where would do do you want to live anywhere else besides Arizona? I do. I I would love to go live in Seattle or New York for a little bit. I would love to. live Well, I'm young, but like in terms like family, retiring here, here for sure. As much as I complain about the heat of summer, like you could get a nice little crib. Yeah, like like, the cost of living here is so cheap. My family's here. He went to L.A. for like how long? He's like, fuck that. (laughs) He said, fuck fuck this. The food here is great. Like,
0: you just can't get that anywhere. else. and like. I think as we're getting older, we're realizing like, dude, How long were you Arizona is for? cool oh, as wow. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, his car got towed, bro. <laughs> and his job fucked them when they're like, they're like, oh, we can't give you as so many hours over here. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously, well, the price of living, oh the price of living is way more over oh, there. Yeah, Even though he had roommates. Bro. Last time
1: I was out in LA, I took an Uber and I was talking to the Uber driver, and he has telling me he pays like. $1,500 rent.
0: For like a studio yeah, or some rent. shit, huh? For like a super yeah. small like apartment. One That's yeah. some New York shit. New York is stupid. I expensive like, this too. Is stupid. Like, well,
1: fi- $1,500 $1. like- $1. in Phoenix, you're living in a fucking 44 Monroe. Huh. Like, you're living downtown. <laughs> for <it's> real. Crowded, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real,
0: man. But not- yeah, no, but my boy still
1: pays for parking. Oh, yeah, he for pays for parking,
0: lawn, bro. Like, parking on top of rent. What oh, the fuck?
1: That sounds goes, miserable. Shh. Yeah. For what, you yeah. know? And that's what my boy cool. lived out there for years. I will six say years. that's, like, kind of the bad thing about us being from Phoenix is yeah. we have it really we good from just, that. We just park Our traffic's yeah. getting bad, though, bro, don't you You're think? Traffic's crazy. bad. I don't even know. But cost of living's still so amazing. Yeah, yeah. You get, like, a crazy house. Yeah,
0: that's what we're talking about, bro. We get a fat-ass crib. Do you think about
1: buying a house, like, uh... A house that you could get in like California for like eight hundred thousand
0: to yeah, like one point yeah. two million
1: is gonna be like three to five hundred thousand here, and it's just crazy. That's why so many people are moving because they're looking at the houses and they're going like, "This, this, this is, nice. is wild." Like, like that's great. yeah, we're getting everything. It's and so like hell. Gonna, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, it's weird because it was getting hot and now it's like, fucking on and off with as shit. Yeah, this right? weather's weird. Bipolar.
1: Yeah. Well, global warming, bro. Shit's fucked up. It is
0: fucking know enough about that topic to speak on it,
1: bro. I try yeah. to avoid any type of things that relate to politics. Yeah, yeah. me too, Like dude. you start talking about yeah, global warming, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I support the environment. Tesla. too. <laughs> <it's like, laughs> I don't use straws, uh, and then like, the and then the straw like, shit. Like when we're in Portland,
0: they don't do that shit at all. Like they don't even give you an option. Like we don't do straws. Um, yeah. Damn. Crazy. Cool. Yeah. and Crazy. But like, I feel kind of weird when I'm at a restaurant. And it's a cup like that. You know how many lips has been on that? And another thing too, when you go to a restaurant, don't ever get water because nine out of ten times is tap water. And True. Bad you for because we cool. get.
1: Dude, it's tough for me because I love bottled water. You do because I, I have a really I, good. I I have it, Purify, doesn't it? No, Where's but that's bad for the United. No, but it's
2: plastic. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: I just Forgot. love bottled water because then I know how much water I drink. Yeah. So I, I'm like, all oh, right, like, one bottle, 16 ounces, two cups. Like, yeah. all right, let me just drink four of these. Yeah. And I got my, like, water intake for the day. And,
0: like, even though Hydro is kind of, like, hipsterish, like, it's a great investment. In yeah. Industry, yeah bro. Like, for sure. I fucking love it. This, just beat shit, up this, this is, is my third, Dude, hydrofli- third Hydro, hydro
1: class is a cult like and it's, you talk to anyone who has a hydro flask
0: it's like those backpacks that got super popular uh the ones my sister yeah, got one you know what place? I'm talking about with the little red um, oh yeah dude my sister has a lot. why is it so like popular why did that shit come up out of nowhere it just got popular it's just popular, trendy bro. right well, I know it's talking about Right. My sister yeah. has one too, and I'm like, what the fuck? You spent how much on that backpack yeah, <laughs> for a small-ass little piece? It's thing. funny. But, dude, yeah, it's crazy how trends are. So even with fashion, right? Like, okay, something will be really in for, like, a summer and then you see a lot of brands try to mimic that, and I,
1: I try to. You sp- think about like over the shoulder bags, like look at how those came on. Since. Yeah, and
0: and it's crazy, right? From in Paris and shit, motherfuckers were doing that like in 07. I seen a picture like two thousand eight fashion in Paris. You're They're rocking them because like everyone
1: there is so well dressed. Really, like you go anywhere and it's like. Yo, even like, the streetwear is like, you, holy shit. You could shit. take the most average dresser here, uh-huh. you put them in, like, Phoenix, and, like, they're the best dresser in the whole earth, and, like, all ho- Arizona, on the whole state. Yeah. So, like, that's going to be really cool, because, like, you're going to appreciate that. You're going to be like, dude, like, everything here is so dope.
0: Yeah, and all my friends, like, that I'm going with, they're all they have a ton so, like, of street streetwear. Ne- well, I shit. love neon signs,
1: too. Like, I love, like, street lights. They yeah. have a ton of those, like.
0: Dude, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing out there. Like, my, my boy, he's turning 26, and he's like, dude, let's fucking go. So, yeah. Like, let's do it. You know, I just got my ticket and we got our Airbnb. Airbnb is pretty sick. Too. Nice.
1: I think um, Airbnb is the way to go. I prefer yeah. Airbnb. No, no, in whole me too. For I haven't sure. been a whole town in a minute.
0: Like I don't even well, Hotels is just bad. it's over expensive. It's too expensive. And you feel but,
1: like a local when you're Airbnb cuz like, I don't know. It's just the vibe is way different. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm able to like be myself more. Yeah, right. Because it feels like it's my place and yeah. I'm living like a local yeah. versus in a hotel like yeah. You, I don't know why, but like a I'll be t- in Portland, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I live right here, bro. Been here for a few years. <laughs> in the <a laughs> you know? hotel, like I have my guard up, like yeah. I'm in the hotel, yeah. like I feel like a tourist. Yeah. Very right. Yeah. Versus like when I'm in the Airbnb, like I feel like I'm I'm in the trenches, like yeah, yo, I'm yeah. living here. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: dope. Put it me, yeah. Well, fuck. Hour and a half. Let's wrap it up. Nice. Thanks for coming through, Ricky. All right. Follow what me. Follow Ricky. Championship rounds. When's the next drop? You can't say. So Don't kiss tell,
1: I'll say for April because we were gonna do the drop right away so on our end like we have basketballs gym bags jersey and shorts ready mm-hmm. um, we're gonna get a couple things made but now that like are oh, you close. gonna
0: do? Did you figure out what you're gonna do? Because I remember you were like, what should we do for the basketball or something? You posted it on Twitter.
1: Yeah, we we're posting about trying to do a giveaway, but I'm not sure. I got all these different answers. Yeah. It actually turned into like a heated debate because really? all these people started talking about who's a better basketball player. <laughs> oh <laughs> so fuck! So now people want to have a, a, a three point shooting contest for the basketball, which I think of would cool. be pretty cool. That'd actually. Be dope. And you can do your vlog,
0: right? Yeah. Here.
1: But that's what I want to do with the vlog now. What yeah. I want, so what I want to do is, like, we have a couple things to get taken care of. Uh-huh. So I kind of want to vlog, like, what that week's like in terms yeah. of, like, And us. I think people love behind the scenes. Yeah, like, I getting, love getting the, the stuff, Yeah. you know, shooting it, dropping it, kind of initial reaction of, like... Because, like, for me, like, the thing that stresses me the most out is literally production. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'll come up with an idea, I'll get super excited about it, I'll see a mock-up... And literally, the moment we send it to the screen printer is when I feel the most sick. Because I'm like, it's not going to come out the way I want. Yeah, right. It's yeah. not. It's and then, like, then you keep I'm looking at the design. Like, I'm going to change it. it. We should change it. I'm, I'm going sure see my screen it. printer gonna, hates me. Yeah. Like, Yo, go can go you change the
0: colorway the la- la- yeah. very last minute? Yeah. I'm going to hate it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, But it's actually a better feeling when you see it in person. Because, like, dude, it looks yeah. way better.
1: In your when, it actually, when you actually see it and it lives up to your expectations of what you thought it was going to look like in your head, it's literally the best feeling you like my vision is these, like cause like there. like yeah that's the thing about it is like especially with me where like I don't do graphics uh-huh. I, I give up a lot of my vision to like trusting Bobby to understand me I think me and Bobby are in a good spot too where he understands like when I tell him like yo let's do this he's like okay I get you it's
0: hard right cause it's like no and then you give it, it to the screen way. printer yeah
1: and you're like yo can you make this for me 100. and then like, like it's just like there's a lot of stress. You're like fuck. I that's can't. how
0: me and him are too. Cause he's way better at Photoshop than me. Cause he he got really good like quick. Like, oh, I started I, <laughs> I started fucking with it, and then he just <laughs> went off. And I was like, dang, he got way better than me. And that's the cool thing. Like, but it's hard to like translate. And that's I think it's skill, right? Cause when I took a photography class in college, they were like the photo teacher's like, well, you gotta learn how to like explain your photos type shit. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. dude, I can't. Like, it's just a cool photo. I just like it. But then it's like you. think. Deeper, Okay, why do you like it? Like, do you like the colors? What about it? Does it remind you? Does it give you feelings? Is it descent? Or were you in time? And I think I've gotten better at that as time goes. And it's like. Even like when I first started photography, is like I wanted to just shoot rappers and shit. I think everybody does, you know. I think I think because you feel cool, like oh I'm hanging out with them and shit, you know. It's like oh I think I'm a rapper too. Like no motherfucker, (laughs) you're just a photographer, you know. And that's what I realized too with like Tim and Sean. Like dude, like I'm I'm not anybody special. Like I just get along with them and I want to soak up game from them, you know. Like dude, like you're filled with knowledge and. You're where I want to be in life. You're a fucking black belt. You got your own gym. You know what I mean? Or you you got a lot of success. Like, what can I take from you? You know what I mean? And there's nothing more, nothing less. Like, I don't expect any, like, and I think when I first started, like, you know, especially when Instagram, right? Like, fuck, this dude's a 19-year-old photographer and he's chilling with fucking Drake or some shit. Keep saying Drake because he's, like, the biggest guy ever. Yeah. So, and then I was like, fuck that. Like, I just want to do shit, like, I love, bro. Like, I don't even do music videos anymore, like, as much, unless I really hit it off with you, if we could build a good relationship, because it goes back to the money, too. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're going to pay me two grand for this video right now, like, for a one-minute video. Like, if I don't fuck with you, or, like, if the vibe is weird, or I just it doesn't want... doesn't feel right. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. And I'm just like, fuck that. It's
1: like, so, like, I get a lot of inspiration and we'll wrap it up right now, so I'll finish with this. <laughs> we keep saying, oh, <laughs> wrap it up. We're going wrap, <laughs> wrap it up. Three hours in. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's like fucking Alex Jones. Like right. fucking Did you watch yelling. that podcast? I watched parts of it. Of I one. watched like most of it. Honestly. The funniest part was when he said he was going to beat Eddie Bravo's ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was what's like, it? oh, my gosh. Doing, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I go back to some of my favorite speech ever. And I would like urge everyone to watch it if you haven't. It's Steve, a Steve Jobs, Jobs commencement. It. And what's funny is like. My age group, everyone's watched it, but, like, I started talking to other people, and not many people have seen it. Especially like so on Steve Jobs' people. Dead. Yeah. So, like, w- you know, when you start talking about that, where he's like, hey, the only way to, to do great work is to love what you do. hmm So, you know, that, that's how you find meaningness. That's how you find fulfillment. So true. I feel like there's so much I've taken from that, where, like, we talked about, like, problems and stresses, and he talks about death. He's like, hey, in the face of death, like, all these things wipe away embarrassment, fear feeling like you have something to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of dogma, living with other people's thinking. You know, Steve Jobs was really big on saying, like, hey, the world that was created was created by people who are no smarter than you. So, like, you can change it, and once you realize you can change it, like, your world changes. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the thing that it really changes, like, realizing I can create things. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I made a shirt, and then it's like, yo, I made a hat, then I made a jacket, you then I made a basketball. You inspire a lot of
0: people, right? It's like, dude, like, I'm no different than you. You realize I'm No No, right?
1: di- and that's what I always try to tell people. You know right. about my life like yo yeah. this is where my parents come from this is where i came from and like right. look where i am like you can do the same things like trust me like like i tell i was just talking to about this like i don't feel deserving of any of this mm-hmm. but i'm also not gonna waste it i'm not gonna be one of those people that get gets a ton of opportunity that gets any amount of talent and throws it away mm-hmm. everything that you give me i'm gonna you know make the most of it mm-hmm. so i'm never gonna feel bad for the things that i have i'm just gonna be humble about it and know that i'm undeserving Exactly. So, I just want to do the best that I can. So, I would encourage everyone to go watch the Steve Jobs one. It's only 15 minutes, but it'll literally change your life. Yeah, I've seen that a few times.
0: Did you ever finish that Steve Jobs book? Because I never finished yeah, it. there's actually two that I have I uh, the Inside the Mind of Steve Jobs one, and then I have the uh, the book about him, obviously. I-, I got, like, halfway, but I never finished it. I have to. You
1: There's a couple of them. There's one by Walter Isaacson, which is the best, which is the one. one that I, have, yeah. I forgot who the second one's. I by. got it for five
0: bucks, bro. I have. To uh-huh. It's like super buy. They always have like super buys. Yeah. It's like really good book. Like I picked up. Uh, have you heard of a book called Ishmael? No. It's supposed to be really good. I'm like excited to read it because everybody's like hyping it up. It's about yeah. like life and evolution. And yeah. Like that. yeah. If there's any
1: books I would recommend, uh, let's see. I just read Man's Search for Meaning." That's really great. I think I have. This. Is it with a guy like this? He might be. Yeah. It's There's like, a oh, few okay. different covers, but uh, it's basically about one of the Holocaust survivors, yeah. and he just talks Dude, about. Dude, I didn't even know, and that's a
0: really suggested book too. And yeah, like, it's I just one picked of the, it up because I was like, it's
1: yeah. interesting. <laughs> he just talks about how like man finds meaning, and even in times of struggle, like being Especially in a, him, you know being too. in a concentration camp. And like how what what really matters and and kind of how he coped with it and how other people coped with it. That's so crazy it that is, we had Holocaust. It's the that's crazy. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. it's wild. That was crazy. One man. Like, it's our dead. lifetime, right? You think about when World War Two ended in nineteen forty-five. That's literally when like my grandparents were alive. Like my grandfather, who passed away a few years ago, oh. was born in nineteen twenty-six. Yeah. So we're not far away Look. from that. And like I think that's what is crazy about like. Not only the Holocaust, but just racism in general. It's like mm-hmm. we're not far from like segregation, mm-hmm. and like people realize, people don't realize it, and they think like, oh, that can never happen to us. But like, that shit could happen. We're literally a generation away, you know, or a generation removed from it. So it actually can really happen. That's to why us, still, and It can happen. That's again.
0: why the racism is still there because we're not fucking far. People
1: from it. who were racist back then yeah, are still
0: alive, or they're raised and by they're racist in power, people, and they
1: have money and they you know Fuck. all those things. That's scary, huh? But in terms of books, like I would recommend Man Search for Meaning. Um, the autobiography of Malcolm X is an amazing book. Um I Gotta read that Oh fuck, I forgot the name of the book. But I do. my Amazon card is just filled with books. Uh-huh. That's all It's I literally need. like my prime <laughs> account, it's literally just books. Um, there's another book about minimumless oh, I forgot the name of it though. But it's so good it just talks about it's another book that just talks about like focusing on yeah experiences and people versus materialistic items yeah. and then if you're looking for a science fiction book there is a red rising trilogy mm-hmm. uh there are four true. books deep right now and I, it's my favorite i'm a big sci-fi person so if you're into sci-fi i have a lot of
0: like self-help books and then i got a lot of fighting books and shit too yeah. now but like, i want to get into a, other shit now the fighting I,
1: books i want to read the qualifier. Uh, Chronicles. Who, who that's is supposed it, like, to be a big one. It's about this dude who, like, like quit his out, job, moved to Hawaii, oh, and started sh- training BJJ with uh, BJ Penn. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude,
0: BJ Penn, fucking crazy. What did he get his black belt, like, in four years or something yeah. crazy? Like, the fastest ever type Yeah. Of... Fuck. That's dude, wild. Dude, all these people, like, <laughs> King
1: got his black belt super early. He got, like, at six years or Gordon something? Gordon Ryan got his, like, in five or six years. Didn't even put on the gi. <laughs> oh,
0: that's wild, huh? And some people are super traditional, too. Like, dude, no, like. Yeah, that gi versus
1: no gi top. Yeah. So but if, like, like if you're gonna be an MMA fighter, you gotta go no gi.
0: But I heard like Marcello's like, no, like I don't know, man. I fuck with the I fuck with both, honestly. Like I like both, cause like gi is applicable in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like I cross color your shit right now. You, you know what I mean, like I could, yeah. Like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like a lot of like gi shit is applicable, obviously. Like nights over I'm not gonna no. hey, DMing John. And shit. <laughs> John. Just sending John. He's sending all his old pictures when he had like <laughs> play chair with Dylan hair, chair, Dylan Danis hair. But it's crazy how
1: big... Unpopular uh, opinion, John Edition. It, it's crazy how big jiu is getting,
0: though, right? I think it's becoming more and more established like, it's It is. Becoming, it's way more mainstream now. It's like, dude, I'm excited. Like, like, especially black you look belt, at, like, fucking you look 10 at, like, years from now. You look at, like, EBI. Yeah, um, there's gonna be, it's just going to keep All the growing, combat jiu There's no way that sport is going to uh, fall off. Like, the Quinslet, All the
1: stuff they're showing based on UFC bypass. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, Jiu-Jitsu is coming to the mainstream. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because a lot of people hate on him. But, like, Dylan Dennis is a big part of it yeah and then you got gordon ryan and you got yeah. all these people it's
0: like and it's like some people get like obviously the respect like it's not about did you see that one where the dude starts fighting like mid mid-tournament like he and runs he ran off out yeah, the ground, yeah. <laughs> that shit was wild uh-huh. huh? like dang but i mean what do you expect bro like like i think i don't think it's bad for the sport it's gonna bring more attention one obviously because i think like the very traditional like the og ogs are gonna be like no what the fuck, mm-hmm. respect now and, and i think I mean, with anything that's gonna happen, it's like you know. any martial art. Like, like, you, like you dude, even look at we're boxing. fighting, bro. Like, you walk <laughs> into a, you
1: walk into a boxing gym right now, yeah. And trust me, like, it's a it's the same as jujitsu. Most respectful people, yeah. Because when you know you don't have to prove anything, you don't have an ego. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the world would probably be a better place if more people did a martial art. Yeah. Because then, like, if if like all of us knew jujitsu and we all knew like we were capable of defending ourselves yeah. or whatever there wouldn't be anything of, like, yo, I got to prove myself. Exactly. Especially at, like, a bar where people are drinking. Yeah. Like, yo, I got to prove how much of a man I am. I heard that, art, don't.
0: Is that in the GSP book where it talks about it, I think it's like... Or I think it was The Art of War. I forgot what book it was, but it was like, you know, the only people that fight, that want to fight, are, like, the ones that ha- want something to prove or have something to prove. And, like, the real martial artists, they don't give a fuck. Like, I, people that know MMA, they're, like, the most calm people, especially Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, even more, you know? Because they're like, dude, I could fucking...
1: Do some wild shit to you, or like
0: literally kill you with your bare hands. You, with their bare oh, hands, like dude,
1: that's wild. Yeah, full bro. control. that's wild. You could literally just hold them down and lo- not let them do anything.
0: And like they still underestimate. Like I don't give a fuck if you do jiu-jitsu bro. It's good. Like, okay, let's go. You know. You you <laughs> and, won't
1: throw a single punch, and you literally control them for
0: Exactly, it. and it's crazy though that it depends where you train at too. But like, okay, I'm a blue belt now, and I'm like, okay, hey, I'm good. But then you're like. Fuck, I got purple belts, brown belts, black belts. Like it just like never ending almost, but it's kind of cool. Like it just keeps you going. You can dude. always like, learn even yeah, as a black belt, dude. And it, there's levels to black belt. Obviously, you know, first degree, second degree, third degree. It's like fuck. There's levels. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Black belts that are literally world champions competing all the time. Yeah, black belts who do a catch. Honestly,
0: like uh, a high level like purple belt will fuck can fuck some black belts up, dude. Like it's happened. I've seen it happen too. And like black belts will admit it too. Like, yeah. If, like say you're just a black belt that just teaches and doesn't yeah. really compete and like there's a high a, level purple yeah. belt will probably fuck you up well
1: there's that dude that he's a black belt now but john told me about him um because he trains out of there where and uh just what's it? the one uh, uh otto says uh, oh yeah, yeah in san diego me. yeah um i think his name's like
0: i was for trains. Yeah,
1: right. yeah yeah. that's where Kenan trains but i forgot the dude's name it's like KN or something mm-hmm. but basically he was a brown belt fucking up all these black belts yeah, and now right. he's a black belt and you're he like, just wants you can your black belt. Yeah, yeah you, know, usually you? these people like when you're good you're good
0: and it's crazy to think like okay well who are you a black belt under you know yeah. I mean? or who are you a blue belt or purple belt under and it's like
1: fuck there's politics in here like yeah. I'm just doing it because I love it like, like it's like, funny like whenever Gordon Ryan posts a photo of him and a geek because yeah. he would occasionally train training in a geek yeah. and he'd be wearing a black belt people yeah. would be like why are you wearing a black belt? You yeah. don't train in a gi. Or
0: like Eddie Bravo's first black belt. I forgot his name, but he said he kind of He would ask the professors too, like, hey, is it okay if I wear a black belt in a gi? And some some would be like, no. Or, and others would be like, cool, like, dude, you're a fucking black belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's, it's a two yeah, different You've done no gi and gi, right? It's two different fights, bro. Like, it is, yeah. But it's like at the same
1: time, it's all jiu jitsu. Yeah, you know? It's grappling. At that and it's way. like, how great are
0: you at it? Yeah. I think you can be good at both. I like to be good at both. Right now, I'm doing a lot of gi training. But, I mean, I love both, yeah. honestly.
1: But if I were a black belt and I trained in a gi and Gordon Ryan put on a black belt, like, that's an ego thing to be like, yo, you're going to deserve that. Because, like, he's going to – And I think Eddie
0: Bravo changing the game, you know, because obviously his guys, they completely dropped the gi. Like, there's guys that don't even own a gi. Yeah, it's such a,
1: a planet thing of, like, just training the rash guard. Right. Put on some <laughs> gi pants and put on a rash guard and you're good to go. Right. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Oh, yeah, dude, i hours yeah, that's <laughs> Two <laughs> hours already. All right, two hours. <laughs> All right, we'll end it right here. Thanks for coming. Dude, out. I was like, yo, what are we going to even talk about? I, was like, I, I know, I it just kept going. short. <laughs> <laughs>